When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. It's me, Claire. Hey, listen, uh, Mason. What, James? I paid Mason a bunch of money to come in and write a really cool scenario for But he's busy, so Claire's here. It's no, me. No, he's trying to trick you, and I don't know whether this is the scenario or he's just being lazy. James, it's me, Claire. Your <laughs> wife. Okay, uh, Claire, what are we doing here? What is this? James, I'm sick of constantly um, doing what we do on Suggestible every week, which is suggest stuff to each other, I guess, poems and that. Yep, and you're not asleep in the other room and Mason just happens to be here and we need an intro. That's not what's happening? You are this close to a divorce, mate. <laughs> oh, no. I'm, I'm filing the paperwork, mate. <laughs> this is just how Claire talks to me. This is very typical Yeah, of you. why wouldn't it be? Because it's me, Claire. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I'm what? sick of it. So I've decided this week we'll just put out a best of. Okay. Yeah. That that's fine then. Yeah, I reckon. Great. And then we'll do a, there'll be an outro or whatever, and this will resolve itself. This thing, right? It made a bloody resolve itself in the family <laughs> court, mate. I tell you that much. <laughs> All right, colleagues, put together this best of. <laughs> let's 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 roll the tape. It's digital. It's yeah. not a, it's not a physical tape, is it, Claire? Is it? This idiot. <laughs> this black's an idiot. Bing bong, whatever. Bing bing bong, better. Bing and a bong, whatever. Bing bing bong. Enough of your nonsense. <laughs> Podcasting is the most serious of our yeah. forms. I don't like the way you make a mockery of it. <laughs> this is my. I'm not mockerying. What are you doing? You're holding a bottle of diet uh, soft drink. And this is an audio medium. Don't be doing any visual shenanigans. This wasn't for you. This was for me because it's got sediment in the bottom and I'm mixing it up. All right. Okay. Anyway, let's get on with things. Hello, nothing but professionalism. This is Suggestible Podcast, a podcast where we recommend Hello. you things to watch, read and listen to. My name is Claire Chanty. James Clement is here also. What up, dog? Oh, no, please. What, what do you mean? Please not. My favourite thing please to say don't. to our son is, what up, dog? It's He's... your boy, dad. <laughs> He's you, starting to really take on board your mannerisms. I think he did one of those things where, you know, when you feel it, like, my dad, like, what's dad's for breakfast or whatever? And it's like, my dad always says, and he wrote, what up, dog? Yeah. It's your boy, dad. <laughs> yeah, he did. James, yeah. before we begin, how are you? I'm fine. Let's How's your start. hair situation? It's shorter. I know. I really uh, video like went it. out this week when my hair was longer in the video. People see what I, I, I maybe maybe I drank an old Pepsi, and I don't want to spoil that video. It's on the Phantom Menace marketing campaign. Right, I cannot Getting a lot believe of comments you did that on my hair, Ugh. Claire. A lot of positive the rust word of mouth. I'm waiting for you to suddenly grow like a weird gross out nah, of your No, man, head. I'm not going to die. Do you know why? Why? So I'm going to die in a much stupider way. All right. Well, we're all going to die. Drinking an old James. can of Pepsi is pretty stupid, but I think I can do something <laughs> even stupider. Uh, yeah, like you, to be fair, respect to Steve Irwin, incredible person. He definitely died how he lived. Yep. With a stingray straight to the heart. I reckon I'm going to like be walking across a bridge and I'll fart and I'll fall off. <laughs> like it'll propel me slightly and I'll fall. Yep, I could see and that. And then I'll have to tell people that I just fell, but you'll always know. Yeah, of I course. Did a, that I did a big fart. Your farts always sound a little bit like someone stepped on a duck as well. And they're ah, quite cheerful, like, like trumpety. This. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> Our son is also doing this thing at the moment. I don't know what to do about it. 
He's farting and then like using his hands pr- to propel the stench towards me. And he's doing it with this like funny little face. <laughs> and I just kids. don't know if he's going to go to someone else's house I think it's just slash kids, his teacher. They just do a bunch of that shit. And I don't he's going to fart and like propel us no, at my teacher, at his teacher or at a friend's house. I always say to him like, it's fine to do it here. Yeah, but don't be, be farting at other people's houses at the dinner table Put and on blowing normal. it in their face. Put on normal person <laughs> manners when you go somewhere else, which is what I do to be uh, fair. Yeah, that is true. All right. Shall we get started? Would None you of like this dilly dally. to kick off this week. Yes, kick it off. Sure. Kick well, it I've off. got two time traveling shows this week to recommend, Goodness. Claire. That is one of your other loves, isn't it? I do love a good time travel do tale. Do you secretly want to time no, travel? No, Claire, I've talked about this. I don't want the responsibility or the ramifications <laughs> of a time travel. Even if you time traveled even slightly, even if you just popped into whatever era, all it would take was to like some kind of knock on effect where there would be a different sperm. And then everything's out. You throw one person what out by mean, a different sperm. Are you sperm. saying like because a different sperm as in like you would have sex with someone? And no. Be different I'm saying sperm. you could shove somebody and oh, it would probably God. mean that if they would have a child, they would have a different sperm or they would knock somebody else who would then have this. But, so they would. Because the, so the, what you're assuming is this biologically accurate that you've got sperm inside you that's just like rattling around. Yeah, so and if I someone say, pushes you slightly, the sperm. I thought it was. It's highly po- unlikely that Marty McFly went back in time, right, and still managed to be born, seeing as he fully interacted <laughs> with his parents, interrupted all sorts of erections and rejections, Claire. <laughs> and as a result of that, he was still born. The chant, not stillborn, he was still managed to be born. Yes. Impossible, yes, yes. Claire. <laughs> it's an impossible situation. Did you just phrase ejections and direct and erections? You heard me. Ejections and erections. Unless, of course. Rejections and erections. There we go. I've got it. Third time lucky. Unless, of course, and we don't know this concerning time travel, unless everything has a predetermined path, <laughs> in which case that time travel was always supposed to happen. Mm. I, I see. But the idea of Back to the Future is that mm. you're changing the past. But then again, maybe there are predetermined points of history and people that are supposed to be born. Anyways. Oh, goodness. Let's talk I just about... don't think you understand sperm. Because I think it's not what the position of the sperm is. It's the quality of the sperm. Yes, I know. But you'd have to get to, Which, to have. So, and being rattled around but a bit. each of us. affect that. Every single person, even through IVF or whatever. Won some kind of sperm race. This is what I'm saying. But I'm but saying not- that could easily be interrupted. The sperm that wins, maybe it was just the best one on the day. Maybe yes. it just happened to be swimming in a certain direction when no, things happened. No, it's the speed, it's the quality. It's the quality yeah, of but each one. One gets sperm. through. And if you I'm put through you. a different sperm, you'd get a different yeah, child. But, yeah, I know, but what you're saying. Okay, the premise of your – I can't believe we're talking about this. But the premise of your whole thing was that someone got pushed by someone who had time travelled. And because they were pushed slightly, the sperm in their balls rattled around and therefore a different sperm wins the race. Yes. For the egg. Yes. At a certain point after they've been pushed, they then go and have a shag. There's a knock-on effect for that. Yes, but what I'm saying to you is I don't think a push – can change the sperm that wins. You thought I would fart myself <laughs> off a bridge. So I don't think you know the and power I'm, look, of And I'm push. no expert. I'm no doctor. But I will say I'm an expert. I don't – I think it's about the quality of the sperm. Like, and that, and that is a bit like saying like there's a group of runners. If you push someone over slightly and then they start their race, they're all still going to run and the f- person that wins is going to just be the fastest. 
It says here that in each milliliter of sperm, there is approximately 100 million of them in there, right? What? So, so you're telling me that cannot be right. That's, <laughs> that does not sound that's right. That's so much. 100 million sperms. Yeah. What? Mm. A hun- that can't be right in one ejaculation. A fertile male human ejaculates between two and five milliliters of semen on average, or on average a teaspoon. In each milliliter, there is normally about 100 million sperm. If the concentration what? falls below twenty million sperm per milliliter, there, so what do you, so you have to win you have to win a race sperm. for you have to beat one hundred million <laughs> other sperm. Impossible, Claire. <laughs> Each of us shouldn't be here. Doesn't make any sense. That's insane. I know, That's but even insane. if it was even if it was ten thousand, even if it was a hundred, <laughs> it would still be incredibly difficult. I know. So what you're saying is that that hundred million that the push will affect it. I don't think so. Yeah. I just think it'll be like who's the fastest sperm in there. Exactly. Who's the fastest? But it all depends on also starting position. But they position. all got pushed at the same time. No, no, but it's also starting. They're not, they're not frozen exactly in the same spot. They're swimming around in there. I thought they were in a little starting line. No, they're ducking and diving, Claire. <laughs> and there's no trial. They're not lined up in order of speed. Every now and then a bad sperm gets through as well. You see a guy and you're like, this guy sucks. It could be a bad sperm situation. It's a Stephen Bradbury of, Bradbury of sperms, who I love, by the way. But everyone else falls down and that sperm gets there. 100 million. Yeah. The chance of us existing is so minuscule. It's ridiculous. Enjoy your bloody lives, guys. It's a, it's a fucking fluke that you're here at all. Yep. Stop getting miserable. No, you're allowed Back to be miserable. Up. Nobody chose to be born. You can be miserable. That's fine. Man, 100 million, 100,000. What is it? 100, 100 million, million sp- And that's only in one shot. Apparently. Jeez. But again, also, even if that's way off, this is what Google says. But even if it's like. Wow. Also, wear those uh, condomy things if you're. Oh, wait a minute. You know. It says here, animal, average number of sper- sperm per ejaculate. A man, it says 280, and then a pig, it says 80. So is it is it is it much lower than. What? Is it possible that on this show we're not experts and we're leading people very astray? Yes. I feel like we should, we've ventured far out of our knowledge territory. For the nearly 5,000 sperm that make it to their uh, uterotubal junction. I thought it's 5,000. No, no, not for the, the who make it. A 1,000 of them reach the inside of the fallopian tube. From there, 1,000 sperm enter, entering the tube, only 200 actually reach the egg. In the end, one lucky sperm out of 200 penetrates but, the egg. But, 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 but going back. How many initially in the... I think the it's still that millions of things that I said. 100 million. Yeah. That and is like insane amount. They must be so tiny. Yes. Well, they are. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, gosh, you learn something new every day. You certainly do. Anyway, should I continue this thing that I was talking about? Yeah, we should get back to the thing anyway, we we're actually discussing. Do you remember the book The Time Traveler's Wife by Audrey Niffenegger? I, I did read that and I also remember the film. Yes. With um, Bruce Banner. With Bruce Banner. You're What's thinking his name? of, now you've thrown me off, Eric Banner <laughs> yes. and Rachel McAdams. Correct. I just did a portmanteau. You did. And he's one of his famous characters and That's his name. Correct. Uh, so that was actually, that was a 2003 book. It was adapted into a 2009 movie. I've seen bits and pieces of it. It's not great. I've seen the, I've read the book. Pretty good. I remember it being quite good. Have you read the book? Uh, yes, I have. I just said to you yes. I had. Okay, great. God, so The what, sperm didn't win in your race. That's certainly true. <laughs> just one. look at me. Look at my brothers and look at me. Anyway, I'm cunning. I'm like you a rat. That's my, my <laughs> that's my skill. You were born with webbed feet. Jeez. 
<laughs> Actually, people, I did mention my feet the other day. People were like, what's wrong with these feet? Tell us about your feet. I'll never tell. Anyways, so the second adaptation, This is there's a second adaptation. They're webbed. This. They're basically <laughs> like the feet in that movie Luca. <laughs> That's right. And you still are a bad swimmer. I'm I a terrible understand. swimmer. It's my short arms, Claire. I'm not built for swimming. I'm built for winning a sperm race. <laughs> Anyways, so this is there's a second. <laughs> she broke it. I broke you. Oh, you broke yourself. I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, I got my little boots on. I'm getting ready to go. I'm getting better. I'm trying. Imagine to... if you're the second sperm that yeah. misses, like the first you don't one. No, though, in. there's no consciousness no, they're all, there. They're all wiggling at the big, the little um egg, and yeah. then suddenly one goes boop and cracks it. I and know. That's it. That's over. Sometimes God. two. Sometimes Almost more. Two. That is true. But yeah, generally. Yeah. God, you you wouldn't. How you'd be devastated. Hundred million. You know you wouldn't be because you don't exist. You're nothing. I don't know. You're not like a person driving a little <laughs> spacecraft in there. How do you know? Well, that was the thing. I think I'll, we both had this conversation. we got to get on with this. We do. We, bo- uh, we both had this conversation where I think we both had the idea that the sperm is the person and the egg is like the house yeah. when we were kids. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was recently debunked for us, wasn't it? Correct. Massively. <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh. Uh, anyways. All right. What's your next recommendation? All right. Okay. We're running like a very long time. Anyway, I have two recommendations. This time, this episode is a tale of two Marthas, James. Oh, my God. I know. I've got two different Marthas to recommend. Why did you say that name? <laughs> What's wrong with the name? Why did you say that name? It's from... Um, <laughs> It's from Batman v Superman oh. because it turns out that <laughs> Superman's mother's name is Martha. No. And Batman's ma- na- mother's name, guess what? Martha. Also Martha. What? And that's a big turning point. The crux of that wow. movie is when Batman's going to stab Superman with a big kryptonite spear and Superman goes, save Martha. And he goes, what did you say that name? It's uh, <laughs> it's, it's really funny. It's, it's like it's supposed to be like. Like dramatic and, and like, like and, and they find like there's a connection where Batman realizes like oh my god just like me he's got a mother but it's really just like <laughs> this is a strange scene. That's so weird. <laughs> yeah. Why would the writers make their mothers both called Martha? Well, they both. And why does that mean that they would like each other more? Clearly, they both had mothers. Because everyone has because a mother. Batman wasn't recognizing the humanity in Superman. He was like he's an alien, and if there's a one percent chance that he could destroy the planet, I gotta stab this guy with a kryptonite so, spear. Hang on, hang on, pause. Is Martha the alien mother or the regular Earth no, he's, mother? Why would his alien mother be called Martha? <laughs> I don't know. What's her name? Minkleton. Oh, my God. That's a great question. What I is her actually know. Her, name? His father's is... name's Kal-El and her name is... Well, isn't this just always the way yeah. the women don't even get a bloody name? To be, to be And you know to... Kal-El and he's always showing up in a cave. Is she getting to show up in the cave? Sometimes... No. Inequality. Okay. She did Good. get to show up in the Superman sequels because Marlon Brando got written out of them. So they just went, who else do we have? Uh, okay. Well, the woman that doesn't have a name apparently. Exactly. I woman. thought you knew everything about Superman Superman X. Lara. I did know that. Her name's what? Lara. That's Lara. like a regular name. He gets a school space name. So she name. could be called Martha? Yeah, but Martha's not a space name, is it? Oh, I guess Lara's a, Lara, like Lara Croft. What did you say that name? <laughs> <laughs> well... You should watch Batman v Superman one I know I have to. Now that I've like opened up this can of worms of Martha's. It goes for four hours. But I don't yeah. know if I'm Martha or Martha now. Mm. Mm. Martha Curry. Aquaman's real name. Anyway. 
Did you know that? <laughs> no, I did not. Would you laugh if I did? That would I would really be very weird, surprised. I very, don't really remember anything. It is strange, ever. though, when, when you look at, like, Jason Momoa is Aquaman and you're like, his name in the movie is Arthur. Like, it doesn't fit. <laughs> God, it's almost like these movies are dumb. What? What did you say? That's it. Come at me. What did you say? That I'm sick of them. I said it to you in the kitchen. You, did, and you were yeah. like, "Don't say that to anyone on the internet because it's our job." But no, I, no. you asked me if I'd seen the Thor movie. No, I, yeah, and I, I said, was like, see, I can't even remember. Did you said because we had the, the Thor trailers this week, and I liked Thor Ragnarok. And even then, I just can't be doing it anymore. I feel like there are more pressing things. I need to listen to more depressing. I things. I understand. You got to listen to pressing things about the climate or whatever. Correct, you Correct. Exactly. Yeah. Listen and it, to the daily anyways, podcast. What's, what's that thing? All right. So the two Marthas. So excited. Okay. So this is the the week of alliteration for me. Because why do you say that? Claire? Okay. Because this potentially might be one of the best books I've ever read. Oh, I'm what's it called? Today, a friend of mine, Jess, recommended it to me. It's called Sorrow and Bliss and it's by Meg Mason. Wait, oh, I thought you said there was, Mar- was going to be Martha. There is. It. Hold on to your hat. Okay. The main character's name is Martha. You gotta see the image of it. He's wearing a big Batman helmet. He's got a big spear. I'm putting it out there. It's dumb. Yeah, no, it is. Everybody it's so knows that. Dumb. Oh no, some people take that very seriously. I know. I'm sorry if I've offended you. <laughs> it is very funny. <laughs> what I love is that it's so serious. Yeah, it's I know. So That's one of the things I love about like the Zack Snyder Superman or Batman movies. They're very serious. <laughs> And, I'm like, and, it's and like, there's a guy a in a bat suit. Yeah. It's like Ben Affleck <laughs> and he's 46 years old. He's screaming. It's really good. Uh, oh, who, by the way, is uh, now engaged to J-Lo. Congratulations to them. Are they engaged? Them. Yep. Get the Congratulations fuck out of here. I did not see that. Yep, 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 yep. Wow. Late in life romance. Kind of mirroring that movie that I watched where she was starring recently. Is it? What's that movie? Marry Me? I talk, did I talk about yeah, that? Yeah, you did. Yeah. With Owen Wilson. I loved it. It's really it was good. Great. I watched that while I was delirious and sick. It was a perfect thing to watch. Okay, anyway, back yes. to the book. My book. Can I get back to the book? Please. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I, I just cannot recommend it enough. So, yeah, it's Sorrow and Bliss. I just want to give it to everybody I know. <laughs> oh, that's all. That's awesome. Yeah, it's one of those, and it, it's just so beautiful. I've got a quote if you want me to. Oh my God, one. I love quotes. All right, this is sort of. You know yeah. what my favorite quote is, though? It's the greatest quote in cinematic history. Oh, I don't know if I can read my quote now. God, I always choose such fucking depressing things. No, I'm, that's I'm good. Really, uh... Our review is about how depressing you are <laughs> that I got this week. <laughs> What's your what's what it's is so fucking depressing? <laughs> I just realized I'm, I'm looking at this quote going, God, this is so depressing. Nah, let's go. All right, everyone likes what they like. That's right. Okay, and because I'm quite cheerful in my natural disposition, I'm, I actually love really depressing, dark things. Whereas you, in your natural demeanor, are quite, you know, I'm horrible, cynicism, cynical, and horrible, except you actually just really love laughing at dumb things. It's true. <laughs> so, you know. I feel like I, you, you probably are doing your better. But anyway, here we go. Let's soldier on with my depressing quote. Martha, you said afterwards, lying next to me, mm-hmm. everything is broken. Wow. <laughs> is that the quote? Is that the whole quote? Fuck. Why'd you pick that? I was sick when I chose this quote. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let me read it again. I can't get through this now. Everything is broken and messed up and completely fine. 
and that is what life is. It's only the ratios that change, usually on their own. As soon as you think that's it, it's going to be like this forever, mm-hmm. they change again. That is what life was and how it continued for three years after that. The ratios changing on their own, broken, completely fine, a holiday, a leaking pipe, new sheets, happy birthday, a technician between nine and three, a bird flew into the window. I want to die. Please. Jesus. I can't breathe. I think it's a lunch thing. I love you. I can't do this. Both of us thinking it would be like that forever. Wow. It's a pretty depressing quote. That is pretty depressing. You ain't kidding. I know. Uh, so, Actually, I've got a different one. Maybe I'll just read that. Sure. Can I do that? Yeah, absolutely. So wait, the main characters, this is Patrick. Patrick. Patrick and Martha. <laughs> All right, so the context of this quote is that Martha and her sister are communicating only in photos of Kate Moss okay. <laughs> on their mobiles because... I, I do that, not with Kate Moss. You know, when, it happens a lot with Mason, like we'll mention somebody and then we find like different gifts of that person. <laughs> anyway, sorry, go on. I love that. Anyway, who would like to go first with recommendations? I, I'm going to go first because, Claire, it's Sip Turtles and I've been missing out <laughs> This entire time, and I will not sit by and let you sabotage Septurtles yet again. With egg timber. Exactly. <laughs> Ridiculous. Anyways, Septurtles continues with uh, a movie recommendation. Now, there's been seven Ninja Turtle movies in total, probably, give or take, right? There was three, sure. There was three live action, a fourth, which was a, a semi-sequel, a requel, if you will. To the, to the to number three. Then there was the two Michael Bay live action ones that came afterwards with horrible creatures. And then this latest one is a Netflix exclusive called Rise of the Ninja Turtles, which is actually, Claire, a sequel to the series of the same name. I've checked That out. began in 2018. Okay. Now, here's the thing. They're based on the characters created, and you know this, I'm sure, by uh, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. And the Turtles this time, they're put to the test when a mysterious stranger named Casey Jones arrives from the future, and he says, hello, I'm from the future, to warn the mutant brothers of an impending invasion of the most dangerous alien force in the galaxy, the Krang. Pause. Does this often happen a lot? That sounds like the plot of the Terminator. Yeah, it's somewhat of the plot of the Terminator. that's all. Unpause. Okay. (laughs) What? We didn't pause, though, did we? <laughs> yeah, that's how my my son plays. I was watching him with his mate and they go like, pause, oh, can you good. do my shoelaces? I need a snack. All right, pause. And then they unpause it when they're ready this to This isn't a gold. game, Claire. Some turtles is not a game. Life I'll have is you a know. game. Life is a game. Um, so what I like about the Ninja Turtles is that each time there's a new incarnation, it's like a reinvention, right? So in this version, each of the characters, and I hadn't seen the series that it was based on, which also you don't need to. You absolutely could. It's a good series from all accounts. But each of them has a mystical ability this time around. Like Raphael's got like a big like hologram like armoured suit. Leonardo's got the thing that he's got. Michelangelo's got mystical abilities, et cetera, and so forth, right? Now, this is normally something that I, I wouldn't necessarily be into, giving them, like, magical powers, but I thought it worked really well. And in addition to that, they often change the team dynamic and the art style and the voice actors and all of these different things. And this time around, you're not going to believe this, Raphael is the leader of the Ninja Turtles, where normally it is and Leonardo. And he's wearing a bonnet. That's right. He's wearing a bonnet. He's wearing a little Bo Peep bonnet. <laughs> And he sits on a little tuffet and he says, where's the Foot Clan, he says. But, Claire, here's the other thing 
What else was I going to say? I can't remember. So Leonardo's trying to like he's coming into his own. He's he's learning to work together as a team and become a, a leader, right? Uh-huh. He's also voiced by Ben Schwartz, who voices Sonic as well, which I don't, who I don't think voiced him in the series. I'm fairly confident, but he's great. He's, he, the, the, the voice acting this is really good. Also, like the art style of this, it's very different to anything that's been uh, seen before. And I would say also this art design might not necessarily be for everybody because you know some I don't like the. 2014 reboot art style of the Ninja Turtles. It's not so much the art style, Claire. It's more that they're nine feet tall. Like they're giant. They're like nine. They look. They all look like the Hulk, right? It's so weird to me because they're turtles. They're turtles, exactly. Watch this. Look at this. Turtles are slow moving little creatures. Yeah, that's the joke, though, Claire. That's the joke, Claire. Yeah, I know. But that's the joke. Weird. That was the original concept. So look so at weird. look at these absolute freaks. Actually, I shouldn't be knocking the Ninja Turtles. I bloody love the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Look how big they are. This is from the 2019 series. <laughs> it's ridiculous. They're all too big. I think it's only the size. If you shrunk them down, I think it totally works. They're huge though. Yeah, they're too big. Yeah, they're too big. And there's other also just to just to go off topic in this movie, which And I'm, look, it is possible for things to be too big. I agree, Claire. I completely agree. <laughs> I wouldn't know, but I completely agree. But the thing is, uh, in that movie also, they're completely bulletproof. There's a moment where one of them gets hit with bullets and they're like, oh, good, we're bulletproof. And I'm like, well, what, what are we doing then? What's the point of any of this if you're bulletproof? Another one, like, throws a shipping container, like an entire shipping container. That's not possible, Claire. That's not possible. It means that they're too big. They're too big and they're too Hulk-like. They're too indestructible. Where's the danger? Where's the sense of danger, Claire? Anyways, it's a really tight story. The action is really great and dynamic and fluid. Also, the dynamic between all of them works really well. One of the key components of the Ninja Turtles, Claire, and I think you know this more than anybody, it's just like the Sex and the City characters. You've got to get that dynamic right. You know what I mean? You've got to get that brotherly camaraderie in addition to that little bit of rivalry, a little bit of like, you know, a little bit of bickering and that. And I feel like this nails that. Seth Rogen's actually working on a movie that's going to be coming out uh, mid-next year, and he's also going to lean into like the, the teenage aspect of it which I think could be really interesting, but I don't know. I like the Ninja Turtles. I like most of the incarnations except for the one. They're too big, Claire. What are they thinking? <laughs> Come on. What are they thinking, Claire? I don't know what they were thinking. Ridiculous. They weren't thinking. That they is, weren't thinking. They exactly. Weren't Thank you. Thinking. They weren't thinking. They were thinking God. nothing. I tell you They were what. thinking, I know what would be great. I'll make these Ninja Turtles extra big. To annoy James. I'll tell you what, Claire, I would, I could do some, some turtles every day for the rest of my life and I'd recommend this Ninja Turtles thing and I would never say that that was a good idea, ever. You could <laughs> never get me to say it. You could waterboard me. You could put me in Guantanamo Bay and you could like put electric clamps on my nipples and I would never say that that is a good idea. The concept is ridiculous. They're too big, Claire. And you know that better than anybody. Uh, this Ninja Turtles thing. Tell me. It's running rampant through our house at the moment. Yes, it really is. And where is the chicken and the egg scenario here? What do you mean? In this egg timber. Yeah. Did you start the love of Ninja Turtles and pass it to our son? Or is it the fact that our son has deep dived into Ninja Turtles and now you are remembering your insane obsession? I got him some of the episodes of the cartoon, like the first five of the original cartoon. I mean, that show is like varies in quality wildly. But those first five episodes, it's like a really tight like narrative. It's pretty good. Like they kidify a bunch of the Ninja Turtles stuff because you need to because it's a it's a flipping cartoon, man. And they're not too big. And I think that's one of the good things about it. Yeah, I love that cartoon series. Everybody loves that cartoon. It was so good. Yeah. It was really good. And I, I totally get it. So you're saying so our son got into them and then you kind of I think you watched this movie. He wa- I think we watched this movie and he was like, 
tell me everything about this. <laughs> and he, when he means everything, he means yeah. your brain vision of everything, yeah. which is like every single detail to the to the cows come home. He wakes up in the morning and he will tell me some obscure fact about the shredder that was from like the 1980s particular one. He's right. With the extra, I don't know, additional different my, costume. My mum recently dropped around a tub of an ice cream container full of Ninja Turtle cards that I had when I was a kid. Oh, my God. So that's We a, were playing that's Ninja happening. Turtle Snap. It felt like bloody forever. That's My life. It's just a series of that's sleeping of and Ninja Turtles and making kid, snacks. Yeah. Also, there's like six cards in that Snap set. Like, I right? know. <laughs> but every time we were playing Snap with them and every time he pulled one down, he'd think I wouldn't notice, but he'd be like, Shredder. And then he'd like read each of the characters. Like, I don't know, whatever it is. Cheese man. Like whatever. There's cheese like all man. these weird looking Rat villains. Oh, yeah. Leatherhead. Okay. Well, Wing cheese nuts. man is really not that far a stretch from Leatherhead. It absolutely is a anyway, stretch. Yeah. But all of those. And he just like whispering to, the, to himself. Like he's kind of learning some kind of like, I don't know, he's learning periodic a table. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we've got Ninja Turtles Rain Man 2 in the house. Anyway, Look at this absolute freak. Right. Look at the size of him. He's too we, big, Claire. Can I move on from the two big Ninja Turtle? Yeah, all right. Am I allowed? I like that elevator Do we have scene to keep... from that movie. Yeah, no, or maybe we'll one. just stay on this for another 15 minutes of the show. Okay, and the I'm listeners can it. just settle in for James yelling, too big, Claire. Look at that. Yeah, they it's are. the Hulk. That's the Hulk. Yeah, They made the Hulk with a shell. <laughs> you know who else is bulletproof? <laughs> Fucking Hulk, Claire. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> what are they thinking? He's Leonardo from 1990. How conservative is that size-wise? No, but also muscular-wise. Muscular-wise. What I don't really understand is they look hulking. Yeah. Like they're all like kind of hunchbacked and like big two muscles. I completely too agree. Too many of the muscles as well. I agree with you. I'm on, I'm on board. Now, uh, Subturtles will obviously continue next week. Oh, because Lord, I thought it was weeks. over. This is the original sketch for Ninja Turtles. Yeah, you told you showed it's me It's a that. joke, Claire. It's an audio medium. They can't see it. They can see can it. Can we move along? Just looking at the size of these freaks. What all right. Well, while you keep looking at that, I'll talk about Take the thing like I want to talk about. Take it down like 40%. 40%. That would be fine. And they also stole the design. This is the, this is the original, the guy, they just stole it from some dude who didn't make the artwork. just staring at his phone, Googling images of just, giant Ninja Turtles. Just upset. Like, I know you might think this is a bit, but he's really upset about it. I am it. upset. He's like deeply Nobody thinks it's a bit. Nobody thinks it's a bit. <laughs> Everyone knows how serious I am. No, some people might think it was a bit, but no, the anger is so real. Yeah. It's so real. Well, that's quite a good segue, actually. Into your Ninja Turtles one. For yeah, this week. for the breakdancing segue. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, because I have brought in something from Ninja Turtles. If you say that Vanilla Ice song, Claire, I swear to God. (laughs) No, James. Of course I have. It's the Ninja Rap. I knew it. It's the Vanilla Ice Ninja Rap from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the secret of the ooze, the original motion picture soundtrack. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And so what I thought I would treat you to because of copyright, copyright or copyright, Yeah. I'm going to rap for you. Please don't. I'm going to do it. No, do I'm not do, do it. it. Do not. I'm going to do it. You asked me. Claire, you didn't stipulate I couldn't rap. You said before the show sometimes you do things <laughs> and you're like, I don't feel embarrassed in the moment, but then I look back a year later and I'm like, why did I do that? So I'm here from the future to say <laughs> I don't. Tap. I've already I started. don't want this. Well, you have to take it. You asked me to bring in the Ninja Turtle thing. This is what I'm doing. You ready? Okay. Yo, is, is the, the green, green machine, machine gonna, gonna rock the town without being seen? Have, have you ever seen, seen a turtle get down? Slamming and jamming to the new junk sound. <laughs> hey. Yeah. 
everybody, everybody let's move. Vanilla is here with the new Jack group. Gonna rock. And Rolly's plays with the, the power, power of the, the ninja, ninja turtle, turtle base. base. Iceman, you know. You know what I'm saying. I'm not playing. Devastate the show while the turtles are saying. Ninja, ninja, ninja rap. Ninja, rap. <laughs> ninja, rap. Go, 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 go. No, go. it's go, 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 go. And then it's <laughs> go, ninja, go, ninja, go, ninja. ninja go. I watched this movie like a thousand <laughs> times when I was a kid. And I actually watched it this week. I watched it with our son. It was one of my favorite movies. It's terrible. Like it's one of those things where I'm like, it can't be that bad. Because I watched the, the original Ninja Turtles movie and it's still good. Second yeah. one, awful. Like there's a lot of things that like, Oh, I, I see what they're going here for and I like this ca- character or the animatronics are yeah, good, but yeah. it's just, it's bad. It's so <laughs> bad. It's not as bad as three, but one is still good. And I didn't show our son one because it's, it's brutal. There's a lot. So I'm like, <laughs> you can handle this one. This one's all right. So what, can you explain to me why they rap? That's a great question, Claire. Because they so, actually break dance or something yes. in the movie. Okay. Right? So there's a moment where they go for a final confrontation with the Foot Clan including yes. Shredder, uh-huh. Tatsu, and uh, Toka and Razor, which are the Shredder's mutants that he's created to fight the turtles. It's like okay. his version of Bebop and Rocksteady, right? Uh-huh. And they get fl- and they're in a, the warehouse district. And you're like, oh, no, they're not going to survive this, Claire. <laughs> anyway, they get thrown through a wall and they land <laughs> in the middle of a Vanilla Ice concert. <laughs> now, you not, might be like, are you joking? Is this a joke? No. <laughs> and everybody pauses. There's a record scratch and everyone's like, what's going on? The ninja- who are these turtles? We've never seen them before because they live in the sewer. You know, they're secret and they're ninjas. And so yeah. Vanilla Ice, in his infinite wisdom, he improvs this ninja turtle rap and it gets everybody pumped up. Enough for them to defeat Toka and Razor oh, and turn them back. Is that these lyrics here? Villains, you better run and hide because yep. one day you might not slide. So choose your weapons, don't slip. Vanilla's in control with the flex of the mic grip. Rocking the crowd the way it should be rocked with the Miami drum that you like a lot. You know it's hitting like a ninja turtle. When the bass <sighs> kicks in, you better check your level. The power of the ninja is strong. Fighting the crooks. Till they're all gone. Now you're gonna love this, Claire. <laughs> I know you love. Go ninja, go, go ninja, ninja, go! Hilarious, great. I know you I love was... Vanilla Ice's ninja rap. I do, but you probably it's didn't classic. know that in 2005, Vanilla East, Vanilla East, Vanilla, Vanilla. Ice released a sequel to the song called Ninja Rap Two, oh. and here's the image. <laughs> Um, for those who can't see, James is showing me a picture of him on Google. He's got a white backwards cap on. He's looking good. He's looking very pensive for someone that's written Ninja Turtle rap I'd be, well, I'd be way prouder of myself. Yeah, I mean, these lyrics, whoo, mate. In it to win it with a team of four Ninja Turtles that you got to adore. Oh, yeah. yeah. You got to. To be fair, though, us, I'm, I've, listened, I've listened to this a he lot. loves a Ninja rap. Who he didn't love the Ninja rap? He loves a Ninja rap. rap. Good. Oh, my God, I love it. Okay, so I did it. I did my Ninja Turtle assignment. That was the biggest load of bullshit. Um, you know, <laughs> well, when you have, you you have to do a book report and it's on, it's on Moby Dick and you're like, wow, 302 pages, you know? <laughs> and what I learned from this book is just having a quick glance at the back. Here's a vanilla ice rap about Moby Dick. <laughs> hey, 
I think I actually nailed that. You managed to really share the I story. Heavy lift. I did the heavy lifting on that, all right? You didn't all even know right. what it was from. I had to explain I the context. I told you it was from Teenage Mutant Ninja you Turtles You didn't know. Too. You were like, how did it happen, though? You have poisoned Sep Turtles with your <laughs> lack of effort. Oh, well, look, at least I didn't already do one that you'd already read. <laughs> which true. is your assignment. Speaking of. Now, Claire, I've brought a poem. I shouldn't have uh, done that when you're drinking. <laughs> you're having a big sip of water. It could have been a big spit take moment. Look. But I've actually brought in what uh, you, I don't know whether you've heard of this, but this actually, this, this poem was actually called The Official Poem of 2016 by BBC slash Public Radio International. Oh, you really have brought in a yes, poem? Yes, this isn't a joke, Claire. Oh, jeez. I've got, I'm, it's only short. Do you mind if I read it? <laughs> All right. Are you sure? I'm not sure. This isn't a joke. I literally have a poem. All right. I, I, I saw this on Twitter and it really spoke to me genuinely. I'm not even kidding and I'm going to read it right now. All right. Okay. okay. Oh, God. All it's right. Called, it's called Good Bones by Maggie Smith, not the, act, the actor Maggie Smith, the, the poet and writer Maggie Smith. Okay. I feel like you're better at reading poetry than I am. <laughs> this is not my wheelhouse at all. Okay. Life is short. Though I keep this from my children, life is short and I've shortened mine in a thousand delicious, ill-advised ways. A thousand deliciously ill-advised ways I'll keep from my children. The world is at least 50% terrible and that's a conservative estimate, though I keep this from my children. For every bird, there is a stone thrown at a bird. For every loved child, a child broken, bagged, sunk in a lake. Life is short and the world is at least half terrible. And for every kind stranger, there is one who would break you, though I keep this from my children. I'm trying to sell them the world, any decent realtor, walking you through a real shithole, chirps on about good bones. This place could be beautiful, right? You could make this place beautiful. Ah, oh, I love that poem. You know it? I it's assume. so famous. Yeah, yeah. I figured you would know it, yeah. But it's, I saw it on Twitter I'm like, Jesus Christ, like <laughs> it's like horrifying yeah. and beautiful and I'd never heard of it obviously and, uh, yeah, it was amazing. It really hits you. Yeah. Yeah. What did it make you think about? Well, it made me think about how, yeah, mo- a lot of things are terrible and a lot of your job as a parent, as the, as the poem mentioned, like this is a pretty surface level evaluation, is like keeping those things from your kids, not making them like blind to the dangers of the world but sheltering them from a lot of it until maybe they are they are ready for it. If that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Or you think that they're ready for it because they're going to get hit with it eventually. And it's about kind of like revealing that information kind of slowly over time and, you know, kind of giving them the skills to navigate the world and, you know, realize that people aren't always, people don't always have good intentions. Uh, And some do, but you don't know often, you know, you kind of just have to take a punt sometimes uh, either way, you know? Yeah. And that's the. That's the thing of being human, right? Like Certainly the world, is. as beautiful it is, it's also as terrible. So this was, um, wasn't going to say, so Good Bones apparently it was uh, went, went viral in the aftermath of the um, the Orlando nightclub shooting and she wanted to find a way to channel the angst created uh, watching her children growing up in an increasingly conflicted world. So that was kind of the initial idea behind it for like such a terrible and tragic and violent event and kind of, yeah, trying to get something no, it's something, you know, and this is what came came from it. Anyway, I thought it was genuinely amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I've always loved that poem. I'm not surprised it speaks to you because it basically says 
your premise, which is the world is terrible. Yeah, and I just love also the bit about how like life is short and I've shortened mine. (laughs) Yes, correct. Where you tell like your kids to be a certain way and eat a certain way. Yeah, and you're like, and 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 I think about like some of the stupid things (laughs) in like a thousand. What is it? A thousand delicious ill-advised ways or something? And totally, and actually, that that's also a part of it. Yeah, that at a certain point you're allowed to make decisions that sometimes will be bad for you, but they kind of can sometimes be really great in the moment. You should wear sunscreen from when you're very young. That's correct. That's it's not. It might not necessarily be something like heroin, which is something <laughs> I have not tried, but it can be as simple as wearing sunscreen. Correct, yeah. exactly. But, yeah, it is that whole idea, isn't it, that this world that we're – there's just so much about it that's so horrible that you still exist in mm. it and sure. you can still see what's so beautiful about exactly. it. Exactly. And she also said, to see people from walks of life reading and sharing this poem as a medicine in the midst of tragedy is my definition of success. So there you go. James, who even are you? Now I love poetry. I I finally, I wish there was somebody in my life who could have introduced poetry to me. It took took a viral tweet for me to be brought into the world of poetry and I'll be forever thankful to that particular viral tweet uh, for this and nobody else. Can I? I'm going to have to break this to you. What? I've already read this poem on suggestion. No, you haven't. <laughs> yes, Is that I true? Have. Yes, I said. Oh my have. god! Probably years ago. And I wasn't going to tell you because I felt bad because I'm so delighted that you brought it in and that it speaks to you and I loved your take on it and I loved your reading of it and it was so great. But I brought it in. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Yes. Definitely. Nah, I saw it on Twitter. So, <laughs> but I will take that Actually, as a win now, for poetry. Now that you mentioned it, I do remember that. <laughs> and you did say to me, "Oh my god, I actually love that poem." Wow, there you go. I like <laughs> one poem. Anyway, send your poems. Send your weird, depressing poems <laughs> to suggestiblepod at I, gmail.com. I am so delighted that I somehow kind of like secretly implanted that poem in your head. For you no, 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 moment. no, no, Claire. I just want to clarify, I do not remember the poem uh, until I saw a tweet and that's what really lit it up for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're not, you, you, it doesn't light up until you see it on your medium of choice. Thank God for Elon, to Elon Musk. <laughs> For purchasing Twitter. Where he brought in a poem. Yeah, <laughs> Actually, I'm so glad. Do you know how glad I am? My whole little heart has like fully exploded with happiness. Well, I'm glad. You brought a poem in. It's made me so happy. Yum, yum. Anyway, back to this. And I can't remember if I've talked about this before, but I'll just mention it again. The How to Fail podcast with Elizabeth Day, where she interviews Brene Brown, came out very recently in her current season of the show. And it is such a great episode And such a wonderful trajectory sort of arc going back over what Brene Brown's kind of career has been like and when she was selling books that no one would publish from the boot of her car and some guy was like, oh, your book's really great. Um, Let me use it in my lecture theatre. And and he said, but who's this publisher? And she said, oh, it's self-published. And he said, oh, I don't ever use self-published text in my classroom. Why is it, what did he think was happening when she was selling her book from the back of her car? What well, no, he was like a colleague of hers in, oh, in, in okay. the university. What did he, so he liked the book until it was, yeah. uh, how many books did he publish? Well, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe many, maybe none. I don't know but this anyway. dude. I don't know him. Yeah. But I hope he's dead. Uh, Sorry, please go on. Well, there you go. Anyway, but now she's obviously Brene Brown, like yeah. one of the most famous, important writers What's on he doing? social, emotional. He's um, dead. 
the science behind um anyway, let me start again. Oh god. You went for so, a swim. You went for a swim, it fries your brain. What happened? Yeah, Cuz yeah. I feel like I'm just keeling over. I'm like struggling through a cement. Let me tell you, Claire, I'm having a hell of a time listening to this story. I'm sorry. Hey, everybody who's listening, we all agree, don't we? Yeah, we love Claire. We love what she's saying. We, she, you can do it. Wow. It's great that we can hear some of our listeners. Every now and then, it sneaks through. Are you okay? <laughs> you know, things have really gone bad. Claire, you, you need, need to. your husband to pretend to be tiny people. No, I'm real. <laughs> And I'm not tiny. It's just that I'm far away. <laughs> Anyways, I think you've gone off track here. You're getting a bit giddy. And I'm actually I'm actually uh, losing concentration here. I might actually switch off. So you better, you need to get it together. <laughs> what was I talking about? Brene Brown. You're talking about Brene Brown. Oh, yeah. She's, <laughs> oh, sorry. Do you want me to stop? <laughs> She's a shame researcher, James. Well, you don't need to tell me. She researches leadership and shame and resilience and all the things and she's a really incredible science science sort of guy. Anyway, she's really great. Academic scientific mind? Yes, that's what I was going for. She's excellent but she's also really Texan and funny and down to earth and she just reminds you, as I'm always reminded of, that everyone looks like they've got their shit together and nobody does. Yep, that's right. Scratch the surface. Which I find really comforting. I know, right? And that's it. All right. Okay. So I am really excited to talk about a music thing because you know what I'm like. I'm in my enthusiasm for music vibe currently. And I found a new artist. Well, she's not new. She's been around for a very long time. I love her. Her name is Casey. I'll start that again. I've got Casey from the Ninja Turtles in my head from you. What's his last name? Jones. Kate Jones, that's right. Um, no, her name is Kathy Davey. Now, Kathy Davey was born in 1979 and is an Irish singer-songwriter. She has released one extended play, Come Over, in 2004 and four albums since then, my favourite of which is one called The Nameless that she released in 2010. Oh. Yes, she's so amazing. It's so glorious. And because, you know, I'm really into songwriting at the moment with this album, I've been listening to artists where it's just getting very, very specific. Yeah, and I okay. guess that's a writing skill in general, being able to describe. And the thing I love about music is that not only are you describing a specific moment or feeling, you're then creating this whole energy and sound around that feeling. Yeah, so okay. it kind of takes you away on a journey while listening by listening to that piece of music. And that's what I find really fascinating. Do you have a song like that? Probably, but I'd have to think about it. Alex Lloyd? I do like Alex Lloyd, yeah. but I wouldn't say that would be like... One like that. Yeah. The one from our wedding, Come and Get Your Love by Redbone, yeah. is is kind of Which I was going to say, um, I was going to say, but that was before Guardians of the Galaxy, but I don't, maybe it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It definitely wasn't. No, because no, you, you got married you, in 2014. No, it came out and then you played that song to me so many times and yeah. you loved that album. Remember we were dancing around in our flat to it. Oh, our well, flat, we're yeah. more happy. Yeah. You only like music that comes. True. That's true. I only like music when someone's like, this is in a movie. I'm like, oh, it's in a movie. Yeah. Must be a good Genuinely, song. Genuinely, all your song references, most of them come from films, which there's nothing wrong with or that television. either. Because they're usually really great theme songs and really great. That's true. Like they're the so, they're Turtles chosen band. for TV and film for a very good reason. Mm. The other one I love is the one we did our wedding dance to, If I Should Fall, that cover by Dion. That's true. And that is not from a movie. A movie. That is no. from a uh, that's from a podcast. That's from a Stephen Tobolowski's podcast. He played it on it, which is a great podcast. Is that how you found it? it? I actually didn't yeah, know yeah, yeah. that. It's a 
Springsteen song, I think. It is a Springsteen yeah. song, yeah, because you can't find that version on Spotify. You no. can only get it on YouTube. Yeah. But it's just, oh, it's glorious. So go look up that song, actually. That's what we danced to. I don't here. need to look it up, Claire. I know that not song. You, I introduced you listeners. to that song. Do you know, James, there's not just two of us in the room. There's all these other legends out there who are listening, who we think and are And there's excellent. little James under the table. <laughs> You yeah. with this little James? I am because you played it to me while I was brushing my teeth the other night and laughed along as you do to your own jokes. <laughs> it wasn't my joke. It was a collective joke. Also, little James is not a joke. Isn't that right, little James? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there he is. Hi, little James. Oh, he's put his headphones back in. Oh. I don't know what he's up to. Who he's knows? not listening to this show, but I don't trust him. <laughs> I'll never tell him that. Though. Maybe he's listening to a song that describes a specific feeling. No, I'm not. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. He's not. Oh, he's not. He's not into music, little James. No. Oh, little James, I have a question for you later. What, what? are you doing tonight after dinner? I'm busy. <laughs> are you too busy for me? Yes. Oh. I'm sharpening knives. <laughs> oh, no. I just have a fantasy about you and little James <laughs> together. Little James, no, it's not <laughs> happening. Little, A little version of me leaping about. I don't want to hear that. Okay, this got way too creepy. I'm so sorry. We can take you can that blame out. Little James Collins, that. take this out. It's no good. Anyway, that, so that's my recommendation, The Nameless by Kathy Davey, who's a pig rescuer and also an amazing artist. Great. Love her. Amazing. So cool. And Irish. And we know we have some amazing Irish listeners out there. Name one. Um, Declan O'Shaughnessy. Perfect. Bing bong, whatever, bing, bing, bong, 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 bing, Great, great. Really good stuff, Claire. Listen. I'm just I eating. thought you were going to come in earlier. No, I just uh, I can't because I've eaten a whole bunch of uh, of lollies. We pretend lollies. Yeah, so like my <laughs> mouth is all like like cemented together. Yeah, I needed a, I needed a caloric hit, Claire, because as you know, there's not even any calories in them. It's like there was a hundred calories per packet of Smart Sweets, Claire, which oh is my God, first recommendation. They're, they're, they're so not awful. awful. Some of them are awful, granted, <laughs> but the cola ones are good. The sour gummies are good. They've got little watermelon pieces that are good. No. Yes, Claire. No, no. By good, do you mean like horribly chewy, but in a really unpleasant way? No, no. So way? what you need, Claire. They haven't invested in the mouthfeel. You know the phrase mouthfeel? Yeah. I really got obsessed with that. I watched a documentary about Doritos. I'm feeling. Mm. <laughs> and they talk about the excellence of mouthfeel and how the crunch and all that stuff can take many, many years for people to formulate and work on. Doritos are terrible for you, Claire. This is a no. bad example. No, Use they, a natural example from nature, like glass or celery. No, I'm saying that designers who build these synthetic foods spend a lot of time on mouthful and they haven't spent enough time on your pretend lollies. I disagree. And I'll say this as well. It's interesting because a lot of stuff that we purchase, they've got these little inbuilt things in them to give you more of a satisfying feeling, like a more expensive car. They really put the time and effort into like the click of the door handle because you want that kind of like, you know, a rich person's click. <laughs> it probably goes click. I don't know. I don't have one of those. But you know what I mean? Say, your little voice just goes click. Yeah, exactly. You're very rich. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you get in. Don't worry. You're rich because you're great, not because you're lucky or, you've, or your parents are rich. You're using all the earth's resources, but that's okay. You're rich. <laughs> <laughs> We should design cars. I agree. Imagine if you opened up a packet of Tim Tams and it just went, mm. or it just went, don't do it. It's a terrible <laughs> big idea. Old fatty. You're like, yeah. You think like, <laughs> I'll just have one, but you won't. You're weak. <laughs> what was the Tim Tam with the genie? I remember. Oh, the that. genie. Um, mm, I, I met him once. 
The genie? Yeah, the genie. What do you mean you met the genie? Because I played the genie in the Tim no, Tam ad. Didn't. For those people who don't know, oh, this is just where we suggest things. And this week I'm suggesting this ad from four years ago. Hello, you did ago. introduce, I'm Claire Tonti, James Clement, he's here as well, and we're married. Yes, yes, there you yes. Go. Anyway, uh, there's a person and they're like, oh my God, I found this lamp. And they're sitting on the couch at like a, in a shared house in like the late 90s or whenever this was. And they rub the lamp and a genie comes out and he's like, three wishes. <laughs> and he's also the lead singer of... What's that band called? I don't know. A thousand something? It's like an Australian rap group. I don't know. Hang on. I'm not I the Hilltop Hoods. No. That's the, the only Australian hip hop band I know, which is sort of rap, but not really. Yeah, they're always. I don't really know. Every time you say genie, I always think in my head I'm singing genie from down under, which is a terrible <laughs> ABC kid show. Actually, I loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. met that guy. The guy that. The is, genie from down under no, guy? The guy that I think. Yeah, yeah, yes, I met the genie from Down Under, not the genie from the Tim Tam ad. So actually we've both met genies. <laughs> Just that mine is better. I'm one. trying to furiously find this guy. <laughs> this is really boring for everyone 1200 else. Techniques. Do you remember the band 1200 no, Techniques? No, sing me a song. You're the piano man. No, I won't sing do it. Sing me a song tonight. Yeah, anyway, don't even worry about it. Listen, oh, all right. uh, anyway, so a woman, she wishes for an infinite pack of Tim Tams, and that's the end of the show, I guess. Um <laughs> Claire, what are you recommending this week? I cannot believe it got stuck on this. I can't believe it either. That happens all the time, right? Yeah. You just fall down a rabbit hole. That is. You don't remember this song? Oh, I love this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is an era for sure. All right, this is cool. Yeah, good yeah, stuff. Yeah, I love that. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm really in the It might be a different now. guy. <laughs> <laughs> There's a hot. Remember those all those like like festival songs that were around for a while. Yeah, I do. It was like drinking tinners with the boys in the field. They're all about drinking tinners. Sitting tinnies. on my shoulders, drinking in a rolly, something in a something. <laughs> looking at the stage. I don't know. I didn't really go to that many festivals. I don't like the loose situation. I agree. Anyways, yeah. and again, it might be a different guy. But anyways, Mason, <laughs> what are you Mason, up to? Nah, we're just good moving God, forward. We're moving forward. Okay, my first recommendation. Excellent. Well, the seeing as we're on a musical little bent, I'm going to tell you about my my latest musical crush. I'm obsessed with oh. this band. I, I was playing it when you came in and you were like, you're not going to play that to me. And I said, no, but I'm going to tell you about them. <laughs> so they're three sisters. They're called the Staves. And if you're He English, was from the Tim Tam commercial. It's the same guy. His name's Nafar. And he was the lead singer from 1200 Techniques. And he also appeared as the genie. <laughs> it also was in the movie Queen of the Damned, which is a sequel to uh, Interview with the Vampire. I knew, I knew it. He's 43. Why? The, the way that your brain works constantly astounds me. Useless you information. That. Why would I know that? I know, but pointless. You, but you can't remember the name of the street that you like that is adjacent to the one you grew up in. Why would I need to know that? <laughs> I need to know the guy from the lead singer of Twelve Hundred Techniques is the same guy from the GD Tim Tam commercial, but not the one from overseas, the Australian one in the late nineties. Yeah, you know that gorilla video that you made with the Cooper PD. You mean <laughs> is that his name? That's not Cooper PD. What's his name? Um, no, you broke. I don't know. Cooper PD. Yeah, I don't know been... footballers. I yeah. don't know. Anyway, that guy, yeah. Cooper Petey and the Gorilla, yeah. the Super Lucky Hat. I, for some reason in my head I was like, that would make a really great new video with the genie from the Tim Tam ad. No, it wouldn't. And They're completely and different. And the Gorilla all kind of dancing together. I no. don't know why, but in my head I was like, that's a lovely, joyful thing. Listen, Claire, this is your 
clear, this is clearly your passion project, so you should do it, if anything. Anyways, I couldn't live music. up to the fame of that video. That That's has true. to be my favourite one of any of the videos you've ever made, including that one where you spent a long time making the animation. Well, that is what lockdown will do to a fella, <laughs> won't it? All right. Well, well, I've got something, you know, because it's the season of love, and you know that, Claire. Because I don't believe in Valentine's Day. I celebrate love all year round. I'm All happy right. to, uh, except Here for Valentine's is. Day. Have you told them yet about what you gave me for Valentine's Day? I haven't. Well, I was going to give that to you on our other spin-off show, our even less <laughs> successful podcast, Suggestible in the City. But, yeah, I did get you a, a special necklace. It's well, I mean, you can best. tell if you want. No, you should tell them. You okay, tell so them. Every, it's made my day. Everybody, made my know, year, every, everybody knows uh, the famous Carrie necklace from right. Sex in the City. Yes. Well, I got one in the style of that, but instead of saying Carrie, it says Clary. <laughs> And what, what's great about it is if you ever choose to wear it out, which you I've shouldn't. done once and yeah. no one said anything. Oh, I was going to say, if you'd have to explain this thing and then people would go, oh. And <laughs> <laughs> I wore it to, I wore I it to it school drop-off once and I just wanted to see if anyone would say anything. Yeah. I, and I wore it. I guess, like, not ironically. I don't know. I just, I just wore it. Not a single person said anything. Yeah. And I just like walked around. I was hoping someone would say something so I could be like, "It's not. It's just a joke. It's not real." But so people could be looking and going, "What the fuck?" Yeah, is they going would on be. There? People would be like, "Jesus, what's yeah. going on there?" Anyway, it was an excellent gift, and I really appreciate well, it. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you so much, sir. No worries. I loved it. What kind of novelty necklace can I get you next year? <laughs> uh, Who knows? Now, um. I'm I'm back in 100% for uh, a little show, one of my favourite shows on television. It's called Love is Blind. <laughs> We're back for season two on Netflix. What a, oh, my God. Uh, I, I worked my way all through season season one, which I'm sure you're familiar with, Claire. I've never watched an episode, but you, I know, got Okay, so very this is what invested. it is. You get 15 men. You get 15 women. They live in separate spaces. They can't see each other. I mean, the men and the women are in separate spaces. And then they go into dating pods where they talk to the other person that they're trying to date. But the thing is, because love is blind in this case, they've all had their eyes pulled out. So they're all screaming in agony whilst trying to find love. No, they can't see the other person because there's like a divider between. So the idea is that you build a connection based on like personality as opposed, ah, yes, 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 which yes, yes. leads to all sorts of crazy situations. Let me tell you that much, Claire. Mm. And the thing is like... It's interesting for me as I'm not a big reality show guy at all and I don't know what it is about this particular one why I'm watching it. Uh, but you're watching people date and you're like, yeah, that works. You can see why they would get together and all that seems a bit fast. But, you know, at the same time, who am I to judge? They seem genuinely into each other and that's cool. Do you know what I mean? There's other people you're like, oh, man, I would not do that. What is wrong with you? Oh, don't say that. That person doesn't even like you or whatever. Or I can see where this is going to go and you're going to – I mean, even if you do get married, you've fucked up here royally. This is. I mean, I could check your Instagram. I bet if I checked right now, I'd know, uh, I'd know that you weren't actually together now. But I won't do that because I don't want to spoil it for myself. <laughs> Anyways, and sometimes like there's like a person will be like, oh, you know, I don't really connect with this person or whatever. I feel like it's, you know, I don't know. I'm looking for something there and then when I saw them and I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. That's why because your personality sucks. This is actually a really good situation that you're in. This is the best you'll ever do and you ruin it. You're ruining it for yourself or whatever. And there's one one guy in particular I remember who's like, you joke too much. You you tease me and I, and I want compliments. And I'm like, look at this fucking sook. Get over it, mate. Get, get over it, I say to him, Claire. That's what I say. Um, 
And then there's a, and then there's another moment which because I'm about halfway through where uh, this girl's like, oh, I saw you talking to so and so, whatever. You were quite involved because they were together. And she's like, I saw you talking to someone else. And he's like, and he's like, I was just talking about capitalism. But I'm like, wow, <laughs> this guy really speaks to me as a human being. Okay, I will also say I really like this reality TV watching side of you. Cool. Yeah. Can't wait for season three. Apparently they already filmed it in 2021. <laughs> hey, did you start watching this ironically? I don't know. It was just on. I, I remember. Went, oh, I watched this. You did start watching it ironically. I probably did. And then you really got Oh, yeah. Yours. And then I was like, I oh, watched two and look at me. <laughs> and then I was like, I watched every episode. Yeah, so yeah. And now you really, and then I forgot. You've loved it so much. You've forgotten. And now you're just watching it as a, a fan. Yeah. Anyways. <sighs> It's heartbreak time on our Love is Blind season two, Claire. I didn't think I was going to come back to it. You know what I mean? I was about halfway don't through. Break my heart oh, my God. So for those people that don't know, please stay with me if you don't, uh, if you haven't seen Love is Blind or you're like, you don't, you're not interested in reality TV because it's not really my thing either. But anyways. Uncry these tears. You can't uncry tears. But uh, basically... The premise of the show is, I'll just quickly recap. Claire, this is really distracting. I cannot do this while you're singing Unbreak My Heart. I know, but I thought I should bring back Also, Heartbreak, episode. It's, you heal from it and you learn and you move on and you grow. It's not necessarily a bad thing. You I know, know what I mean? I just was singing Tony Braxton for fun. I'm sick of Tony Braxton. <laughs> I'm just bringing back for one episode because you've told me that I can't keep interrupting you because it's very disrespectful and you put lots of effort into That's what I said. Reviews. I said it's very disrespectful and you <laughs> <laughs> not interrupt me for even a second. No, but I, I know I'm not supposed to because it's, it's not very kind and it's annoying, but I'm just bringing it back just for today. I closed that door. Because I had a lot of banana bread. How did the dog? <laughs> She's a beagle. My... She probably opened it. She's very clever. It's fine. See? Let's just record weird. No, be- with no because she's, she runs amok. Yeah. Let's go back to where I was being adorable and interrupting Oh, yeah. How are you? What were you doing? What are we up to? Okay. So the show is basically 15 couples meet in – they're then they're in diff- separate sections of a house. They basically date with a wall between them. They don't know who they're going to get engaged to if they decide to get engaged. So it's basically an experiment based on can you get to know somebody? Is love truly blind, et cetera, and so forth. Anyways, it like dips after the engagements, do you know what I mean? After the, after the different, you know, the people get together, it's like, oh, what's going to happen? Oh, who's rejected or whatever? Then it's like four or five episodes of people being like, we're in the real world. This is crazy. Can you believe this experiment that we've been on? What a journey. We're getting married in a week. This is crazy. This is my family. This is crazy. It's like, fuck all that. It's boring. It's boring because then when you get to the second last episode, you get the second best episode of the series, which is fucking heart-stomping time, Claire. My goodness. What they have to do, they walk up the aisle, both of them, right, and then they get there and then they say their vows at each other and then one of them or both of them might be like, I'm not doing this. I'm not getting married. Guess what? We all got dressed up for this wedding and whatever and planned all, but guess what? You're a lunatic. I don't like you. And then it's out. And there was a lot of couples that like broke up and I'm like, good, this is fun. I'm enjoying this. You know what I mean? That shouldn't have happened. Like that was a, that's a terrible person. You don't want to, you don't want to be involved in any of that. But the reunion this year, my God, Claire, my God, it just made the whole thing worth it. Right? So there was this dude from the start who like when he'd meet people in Love is Blind, he's like, oh, like he, he tried to figure out what people look like or how big they were. He was kind of obsessed with that. He'd be like. Oh, do you, uh, do you like exercise? You know, do you enjoy exercise? Do you enjoy keeping fit? Or, hey, if I took you to like a music festival, do you reckon I could lift you on my shoulders or whatever? Do you reckon that's something that I could do? And people are like, the fuck is wrong with this guy? Was he, was he asking all these questions about how heavy I am or whatever? Anyways, he ended up getting engaged to this 
lovely woman. I'm not going to spoil, you know, uh, who or whatever, but I, no one cares, I guess, at this point. And it's really weird because he spends the rest of the episodes just talking to camera and talking to other people and being like, I don't know, we've got this really cool connection and she's fun and we understand each other and we've got like a similar background and there's this real deep connection which I don't have because I'm always looking at things superficially. But then he's also like, but I just don't want to bang this chick. I just look at her and I'm like, I don't want to, she's like, my aunt, I don't want to bang this chick. And also, and this is how he's talking, right? And anyway, you look at this woman She's like a fucking 10 and he's like a four. Like it's crazy, right? It doesn't make any sense. And I think he's probably thrown off because recently she lost a lot of weight. So maybe he's just like, oh, what if she goes back to before she had a lot of weight or whatever? You know know what I mean? He's just terrible. Anyway, she finds – I'm just recapping the show at this point, I guess. She finds out that he's he's been just just talking shit to everybody because even guys in the other group are just like, hey, tell her that like he's been saying all this shit. And apparently a bunch of stuff that he said also didn't – like, make the cut. So the reunion time rolls around. He's out of the gate. He's fucking furious, right? Because, oh, he also, she rejected him at the altar. She's like. You missed the most important bit. Yeah, no, it's not. That's not the most important bit. That's Hang on, so she it. rejects him at the yes, altar. Yes, because she found out because people were just like, hey, this dude is a fucking idiot. Okay, pause. Yeah. I have to tell everyone. One of the reasons James is ranting about Love is Blind, which is not usually the calibre of shows that we watch, is that I was on the couch yesterday and James came in like he'd seen a ghost. Yeah. He came in and he just did the symbol for, like, my mind is blown. I felt like he had witnessed something it was like miraculous a, it was, no, it was and a murder, and terrifying and yeah, awful. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I thought to myself, what is this man of calibre and depth Watching. I'm not any of those things. And he said, you should have seen the fucking Love is Blind reunion <laughs> special. What? what? <laughs> uh, anyway, he gets the, the reunion. They're all sitting on the couches, right? And a couple of them are married. Most of them aren't. And everybody's pretty, like, civil. You Hang know on, what I mean? Pause. Some of them actually get married. Yeah, a couple of them actually get married. Real, yeah, and they stay together. Yeah, and they stay. And How it's been a year. between? year between they... filmed it and the reunion. Okay. All right. Right. And so they're just hashing it out right on the couch. And from the get-go, cameras start rolling and he goes fucking nuclear, like immediately. And he starts interrupting and talking over everybody and being like, this is what's going on with your relationship. This is what the problem with you is. Hey, you know what I think? Maybe if you had have done this because I don't think you respect this about this person. And everyone's just like, can you just fucking calm down? Like you, you, what you think is, like you're, the way your brain works is the way that you think everybody else's work, but you're broken. Like your brain is broken and you're just lashing out at everybody. And so everybody, he turns on everybody. Everybody turns on him and his ex-fiance is just sitting there like, I dodged a bullet here. Like, thank Christ, this dude, right? Yeah. Anyway, uh, I haven't mentioned this and it's not really relevant, but this is hosted by uh, Nick and Vanessa Lachey. Nick Lachey was in 98 Degrees. Do you remember him? Oh my he was gosh. once married to Jessica Simpson. Yeah. They're barely in it. It doesn't matter. Wow. But anyway, they're back at the reunion and then – they fucking turn on him. Like uh, Vanessa Lachey's like, you're a fucking idiot. Like what is – like she literally swears at him. It's like what is wrong with you? Why are you, why are you like this? And there's at one point he goes, I don't even find anybody attractive in this room. So what? What am I? Who cares if I'm actually a shallow? That's the real world, isn't it? So I want to bang somebody. I want somebody who's attractive or whatever. The only person I find attractive in this room is Vanessa Lachey. And is that his hand? She's sitting right there. <laughs> oh, my God. With her husband, Nick Lachey oh, of man. 98 Degrees. Whoa. It was – Insane. And what is also the craziest thing is, like, he's not a catch, like, on any level. Like, if you 
like, and again, this, these things can be edited and he talks about how, like, you know, I was edited and unfairly. But they just let this guy run his mouth. He, he's like, he talks through the whole thing. It's like an hour long and probably 40 minutes of it is just him just getting real aggressive at everybody. Do you think the producers, though, worked him into a frenzy? Maybe. Like, do you think they set that up? Because they usually do. You know? I think it's, oh, look, it's definitely manipulated on some level. Like, and this guy, I don't know, I mean, I don't know whether they worded him up before, be like, you know, just just go all out or whatever, but he just tries to burn everything down and it's just hilarious. I loved it. It was really good. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Great. Okay, let's talk about something fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I um, am so delighted. To remind everyone, in case anyone forgot, that Bridgerton is so fun. And I loved it. I loved it. I'm probably the only one in the world who loved it. I think everyone bloody loved it. Anyway, season one, if you don't remember, was just like a feast for the eyes. It's a bit like Pride and Prejudice but updated for the modern day. Modern And it's based on a book series. Now, uh, the first season starred Phoebe Dynevore. Anyway. Perfect. God, I can't talk today, um, as Daphne Bridgerton. Mm-hmm. And her leading man, Simon Bassett, the Duke of Hastings, was played by the internet's favourite human being, Reggae Jean-Paul Page. That's right. Paul Page. Let me try that again, colleagues. Good God, you could take all this out. Leading man, Reggae Jean Page. I did it. Wow. I did it. Anyway, season two has come back in the last month so. And all and your favourites are there. All your favourites are there. Now, Some of your now, favorites. Bridgerton is famous for building up a whole lot of like wonderful sexy tension Ooh. with also like incredible costuming, just like all the colour and all the delicious fun and gossip and just brilliant. And season two, I feel, delivers and is just as good. Some people would argue that it's a little less, well, it's quite a lot less raunchy and therefore um, they preferred season one. I, however, think that they are both equally as excellent Oh. Um, yes, and I really loved it. Now, Bridgerton season two, instead of following Daphne's storyline because she, spoiler alert, marries the Duke of Hastings and he's like happily entrenched with a child and la, la, la. Very good. It now follows um, her brother, Anthony Bridgerton, played wonderfully by Jonathan Bailey and his quest to find a Viscountess. So he's kind of like the head of the Bridgerton household and because their father passed away, in the very first episode it sets up that he he was actually there when his dad died and his dad was bitten by a bee sting. And so it kind but of. he died from a bee. Yeah, he died from a bee. An allergic reaction. An allergic reaction anyway. And so, and his mother was pregnant at the time. There's a whole kind of drama. So it has a few flashbacks to that and kind of fleshes out his character a lot more because in the first season he was in it in so far that he was kind of having a secret a love affair with an opera singer. Um, but he was very, I guess, sort of closed emotionally and more of a, you know, like a fun party guy and couldn't ever commit to her and it becomes very clear why because he has a whole lot of issues based around the fact that he was so young when his dad died and he had to take on all this 
responsibility and he saw love as being a means to be hurt because his mother, he saw his mother go through agony because her and her husband were so in love. And so he kind of resigned himself to the fact that he would never hurt someone like that or hurt himself like that. So he would never love. Wow. It sounds very Mr. Darcy. <laughs> Just a guy's like, is. I don't have time for love. I'm too busy being proper and protecting Correct. myself. Exactly. Enter the Sharma sisters. Um, so Kate, played by Simone Ashley, and Edwina, Sharithra Chadran, and they sort of enter the scene as the new family. So everyone else are recurring characters, but these two come in and immediately sparks fly. Wow. Everyone's like, wow. Is that what everyone's saying? <laughs> wow. Wow, look at well, this Well, so in the very first episode, Kate is like very headstrong and very smart and She's 26, so she's a little bit older. Oh, over the hill. In the world. Give and it she's up. She's like, like an avid horse rider, which is frowned upon in the British universe. Well, women can't be on horses, especially alone. Anyway, Side so she's saddle like, or regular no, regular saddle. saddle. Oh, my God. She's really breaking all the barriers. And so Why? she's like riding and riding away on the horse. And then he like sees her and thinks that she's distressed or something. And it turns out she just races him and beats him. And then he's kind of met his match. Oh. And so it. The second book is apparently one of the most anticipated for this remake because it's very Elizabeth, Mr. Darcy-esque. I'm seeing a yeah, lot of parallels there. Very much so. Like Especially they, the bees thing. Didn't that happen in uh, Pride and Prejudice? There's that bee yeah. attack, isn't there? No. At the start, kills like half the people in that book. <laughs> the first ten pages are Correct. just like, and there were so many bees and the bees just kept coming into the room. It's <laughs> Pride and Prejudice yeah. bee, a bee catastrophe. It turns out there was bee a... Bee invasion. <laughs> yeah. Turns out there was a man shoveling bees turns into the room. Turns out they all had a lot of bees in their bonnets. Oh, <laughs> Am I right? Good, Thank you. Good. Can I get a high five? That's... It wasn't just a rhyme. You did the right thing. That was good. <laughs> yeah, I know. Most of my jokes, if anyone hasn't noticed, aren't really jokes. <laughs> no. <laughs> They're that, only me do, making an accidental it, joke or rhyming. Does it make you laugh? <laughs> Just repeating a phrase in a slightly different intonation. No, I and love yes, that. And yes, it absolutely does make they me don't laugh. even worry about I'm it. I'm just making fun of you, one of my favourite pastimes. Anyway, Swiss. let's get back to the world of Bridgeton because the world is blooming enough. Let's get back into some sexy dancing. Do the bees show up again? <laughs> yes, she gets stung. Oh, my God, I love it. <laughs> and that's where the, like, the first point where he like she gets stung on her bosom and he like has a panic attack and she puts her ha- his hand on, there, on the bee sting and it's like it's just a bee sting and it happens in the same spot as his dad passed away ah. and she doesn't know all the time why he has this massive freak out and they have yeah, all yeah. this like heavy breathing and like tension and ugh. and then later and she finds out that's how her, his dad died and anyway so she helps him to unpack all his emotional baggage while also arguing with is his he kids. allergic to bees no and she's not either how do you know is he stung by any bees well no that's true he hasn't wasn't in the show Ooh. who knows wow anyway didn't his father carry great. an epi pen well, no, not back in the day. Should yeah, have, but Bridgerton's modernised. All right, so you you're just ruining. I'm not ruining. I'm just asking <laughs> questions. I'm just the guy who asks questions. All right. Anyway, sorry, go Anyway. On. All right, what's your, what's your next one? Well, Claire, now I feel like an idiot because I don't have any kind of heartfelt <laughs> uh, book that my any of my siblings read. That's the, that's, the, that's the pace of this show, James. I recommend something beautifully written and heartfelt and then you recommend horror. Yeah, that's right. Or now this kind isn't of horror. Dystopian future. Uh, no, not this week, Claire. This week I'm recommending a Netflix movie. It's called The Sea Beast. Oh, I heard that you watched this. I did. Weekend. We had a movie night uh, while you were out gallivanting around know, town. Who knows what so you're up to? At the moment. It's so uh, you know, Claire, I'm on the sea beast diet. <laughs> you see beasts and you eat them. What does that even mean? Doesn't mean anything. I don't know why you said that. 
<laughs> but anyway. You're in really silly mood. Claire, <laughs> this is a movie directed by Chris Williams. You might be like, who's Chris Williams? Well, he directed the movie Big Hero 6. He also ah. directed, co-directed the movie Moana. Oh. He also directed the movie The Sea Beast. And I'm on The Sea Beast diet, Claire. Uh, because this story is about a young girl, a young girl who stows away on a ship of a legendary sea monster hunter, turning his life upside down as they venture into uncharted waters. It does sound a little like Moana. It is a bit of Moana. Like, yeah. You're welcome. There's no songs though. Zero songs. Oh, what's their point even? Nah, it's good. This stars Carl Urban. People oh. might know recently from The Boys. He was Dread in Dread 2020, 2012. 2020, 2012, he was in the uh, the Lord of the Rings movies. Also the son of Keith Urban. He's not the son of <laughs> Keith Urban. No. Do you know Carl Urban? Great Aussie country rock uh, icon. Name one Keith Urban Married song. Married to Nicole Kidman. Name a Keith Urban song. My name is Keith Urban and I like to wear a turban occasionally. <laughs> nah, if he weren't a, wore a I turban. I drink in some bourbon. He can't drink bourbon. Turban. Keith Urban is sober because <laughs> he's a known Drug addict, oh, so oh. he lives. He lives a very oh, straight edge life. Sorry. And if he wore a turban to one of his country and western shows, <laughs> somebody would probably shoot him. <laughs> My name is Keith Urban, and I don't wear a turban. turban. I also don't drink bourbon. And, I'm still learning, and I love freedom. Uh, <laughs> this is Carl Urban. You know Carl Urban? Yes, I yeah, do. He's cool. He's good. He's he great. He's cool. What else is he in? The, the three things that I named. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I wasn't uh, listening. I was singing <laughs> Keith Urban's song in my head. His iconic his song. His bones in Star Trek. Here are, some, here are some pictures of some roles that Keith Urban's son has played. <gasps> yes. I reckon. He's New Zealand. Was he, in, he was in Lord of the Rings. Yes, I said that. Yes. <laughs> oh, damn it, Claire. Gotcha. Gotcha, uh, mate. He was gotcha. in Thor Ragnarok as well. What else and, rhymes with Urban? Turban, Urban, Kerbin, Slurban, Fervin. No, can't think of anything else. Durban? Durban? Urban? Urban? Urban, <laughs> Turban. That's it. Zerban? Flurban. Eurban. <laughs> Zerban. What, what word rhymes? <laughs> suburban? Oh, suburban. How could I not have thought of that? Wow. Uh, Incredible. My name is Keith Urban and I like to wear a turban. I also drink bourbon but not really. No, he doesn't. And I don't live in – I'm not suburban. No, he I, might I be really suburban. Stuff he that probably up. lives on a ranch that he doesn't run. Yeah, uh, he definitely does. I'm on uh, rhymezone.com. What other words? We've got suburban, bourbon, durban, turban, interurban, inter- oh. urban with an E. Oh. And then that, they're 100 ratings. Right. We're going okay. down to 92 here. Okay. Certain. Version. Burden. Oh, no, but that's not quite Ridiculous. Right, you can't have a 92% rhyming <laughs> rating. It either but, rhymes you know, If you're writing a song, you would kind of put those words in because yeah, they have give a it similar the rhyme. Yeah. You could. Anyway, you could. God bless you, Keith Urban, whatever yeah. the songs are that you do. Uh, it also stars Zaris Angel Hattor. It stars Jared Harris also. Now, have you ever seen any of the movies, How Many Dragons Are There? Yes, I've seen that one. What's There's so many dragons. <laughs> There's so many dragons. Is this enough dragons for How you? To wear, How to train your dragons. How to train your dragons. How to, to wear your dragon. Drink bourbon in a turban. That's right. Yes. Uh, now, this is basically, to, for a lack of a, uh, a – uh, this, that's just uh, comprehensively, if I was just to like, in a nutshell, it's 
How to Train Your Dragon, but Sea Creatures. It's uh-huh. also a bit like, as you mentioned, it's a little bit Moana. It's Pirates of the Caribbean-esque. It's about like, it's got like mythical creatures and, and big spectacular sea battles and monarchy, the monarchy ruin, ruining everything, but maybe it's capitalism, Claire. Oh, no. Maybe it's capitalism. Not capitalism. Um, it's quite whimsical, though, and it's very funny. It's got, good, it's got a good message. It's got good heart. And, oh. again, like Netflix have done some really – like got some really great animated films like this I loved. I love Mitchells versus the Machines. I can probably think of a third example if I spin my wheels long enough and I haven't. But if you're uh, – yeah, I, I think if, if you're looking for like a, for like a good, you know, a pretty solid um, animated movie to watch with your kids or even if you just like animated movies, you know, pretty fun storytelling of like mythical beasts and the like, maybe you should check this out. And Why? While you're there, see if you yes. can figure out another word that rhymes with urban Correct. that we haven't thought about. Exactly. Assertion? Mm. Mm, that's not quite right, is it? No. Herman? Herman. This is a little Keith Urban for you. Nice. I'm Keith Urban. I like Uma Thurman. I also <laughs> don't wear a turban. I hate this. Sometimes I don't drink bourbon, but mostly not. I don't ever actually Do you consider anymore. this song a subversion? <laughs> I'm often sort of a suburban. I'm not about uh, gay conversion, which is good. <laughs> That's good. I'm constantly learning. <laughs> this is great. About being Keith Urban. All right, we need to stop this. Okay. I've noticed it in this Keith Urban song. He's certainly not singing very much. I know. It? It's the number one popular Keith Urban song in Spotify, but he's not in it. Maybe it's one of those ones How where it's views? sampled. 151 million. Incredible. 8.3 million monthly listens. Yeah, that's all me because I love whatever that song was. <laughs> anyway, it's on Netflix. It's free because Netflix is free. Just steal an account from somebody else, look through your neighbor's window, figure out the password. This is terrible. Watch it. It's all free. Right. Netflix Excellent. don't mind. They that's love not- bleeding money. Goodness gracious. I don't know if you've heard of a little band called Florence, Florence and the Michon. What are you saying? Florence, Flor, Flor, Flor. I actually can't say it now. I can't My say goodness. her name. Fl- Florence and the Machine. Gotcha. Good. Florence and the Machine. I got there. Florence is a machine. Have you heard of them, James? Yes, I have. Can you name one song? The song that goes, whatever. That sounded like an elephant going to the toilet. Look, I just picture Florence in the machine, and she's in like a big flowy seventy dress, and she's got a, got a, she's got her bangs, and she's waving her arms on stage. She's waving her arms. Yeah, but like no, this. you don't have any songs. Got that song that goes, "We built this city." <laughs> We built this city. What about on... you've got the love? You got the love. Oh, okay, yeah, no, that's love. What about the dark days are over? Oh, the dark days are gone. You know the famous Lungs album she did that was nah, bloody sorry, amazing. I don't know it. All right. Anyway, so you do know that they're very famous, though. Sure. Anyway, I'm going to tell you about her because she's just dropped a new album, and it is so exciting. And I've gone on a huge deep dive into like her back catalogue of interviews, and you know how much I love an interview with a musician. It's true. Anyway, so just a little history for anyone, well, mainly just for James, because everyone else in the world bloody knows who they are. Florence and the Machine are an English indie rock band that formed in East London in 2007. There was a very much a scene back then. Absolutely. Um, there's also a really cool song she released ages ago called King, mm. which is one of the first she wrote for the album, and that's about 
it's she watched a lot of horror movies to mm. get in the headspace for this. So recording and writing and producing in the studio, she'd projected all these horror movies onto the walls and you can hear it in the sound kind of clips that they've got through every song. So it's you can hear the spooky. movies in the background. <laughs> yeah. It's like, ah, I'm being murdered. <laughs> ah, it's Jason. <laughs> I'm in the movie Jason X, the one in space. <laughs> is that a horror movie? Which one? Jason X. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jason God. X is the one where they go to space. What? They go to space. It's in the set in the future. They find Jason's body and it gets reanimated and then it gets then it gets super upgraded with nanotechnology. I Claire. hate this. I hate this so much. I'm not to tell you. <laughs> no, there's just a lot of like eerie, creepy sounds okay. that they've obviously sampled. And it. It's terrifying because it's it, the, especially King, the, the actual film clip is so cool and weird. And she kind of comes in as a spectre and then murders her husband or partner, basically. Oh, and oh no, then you, were telling, sort of, you were showing me this. Yeah, and then yeah, she's yeah. like dancing with all these like dancers who are kind of dressed like medieval witches. It's so cool. Anyway, I just think she's incredibly powerful as a performer and mm-hmm. also as a vocalist. And she's just so cool and awesome. It's interesting that. Did, they, did she ever address that temporary split with the machine during the Rage Against the Machine period of the band? Was that like a was that like something that maybe <laughs> that is, is a, a joke? Sl- is that a joke that you're trying to? What? What are you talking about? That just answer my question. Are you making a pun? You're making a funny. You're familiar with the band Rage Against? Yes, the Machine. Yes, I know. Was that a joke? Was this? They do to be the a song that joke? goes, "We built this city. <laughs> we built this city." <laughs> <laughs> She briefly mentions the the Rage Against the Machine split. It's quite awkward, actually. I bet. I feel sorry for them. Mm. She really throws them under the bus. You know what? I'm sick of Rage Against the Machine since they recently went political. You know what I mean? (laughs) It used to be just about the music. Yeah, I know. Everyone's Mm. a sellout, aren't they? No, no, no. But they didn't used to talk about politics and now it's all about politics, Claire. Oh, I see. Yes, it's actually true. Listen to this. There was a dancing plague in 1518. Which, which hundreds of citizens of Strasbourg, then a free city within the Holy Roman Empire, now called France, danced uncontrollably and apparently unwillingly for days on end. The mania lasted for about two months before ending as mysteriously as it began. Okay. <laughs> and look, there's pictures of them dancing. Look. <laughs> like little goblins. So they didn't sleep? No, apparently not. They just not. danced for two months because you die. I mean, maybe they took drugs or something. That would I do don't know. That. that sounds like absolute bullshit, to be honest. Well, it sounds like bullshit to you because you don't like dancing. But maybe even worse, James, imagine you don't like dancing and then you were just flailing about. I don't like dancing And everyone dancing could see so your much. terrible at dance moves. That's true. But I don't like dancing so much that that would not affect me. Okay, I my, da- my anti-dancing immune system would be <laughs> would suppress it. Here is and something, I simply would not Here dance. is a fact about you. You dance like you can't hear the music. Yeah, I dance like I don't want to be there, <laughs> which is true. No, but you dance like when you actually do dance. Yeah. You, like we went to a wedding a couple of weeks ago and you were dancing like you, you couldn't hear the music. But I appreciated that you would dance with me. Yeah, well, I even also saw you, you were tired. You didn't even it. want to dance. You're like, let's just sit down. The music was very loud. It was very loud. I know, but also I was tired. I'm just so tired currently. Well. Anyway, moving along, Dance Fever album, Florence and the Machine is very cool. Your turn. Um, that computer noise that everybody heard just then, that was actually your computer if you're listening to that at home, that your computer did that. That wasn't my computer, was it, Claire? 
It was absolutely your computer. No, if you're listening at home, that was your computer at home. You're so annoying. I, I actually also have a song to recommend. It. You reminded me of songs that everybody loves, classics from goes. the past. All right. Hey, why do you always assume that it's going to be like a weird joke or a fake thing? Because usually it is. Okay, can you at least give me the credit for once that it's not going to be something like that? Then you had a poem like that. that turned out to be a poem. That I'd was a real read. genuine effort. You <laughs> threw it in my face and I'm making another conscious effort to reach out to you on a musical level. Okay. Okay, can I play just a little bit of it? You might be familiar with Last this. time you ended up just playing me someone, what's his face, tap dancing, Chris Hemsworth. Chris Evans or Chris Hemsworth, yes. One of I them, them both, both of them. Neither of them were tap dancing, but right. they were dancing. This is from like 1996, I want to say. Anyway. It's going to be like. What is this? What is this? Why are you dancing? <laughs> Peaches. I love peaches. I like this song. It's the song Peaches, Claire, <laughs> by the presidents of the United States. Are you familiar with this song? I am. I love this song. I actually genuinely really like this song. Just a song about peaches. Uh, that's not a real thing. I just remembered that song and then I played it. Mason, Mason Claire, fuck. <laughs> Listen, I do have a real thing. That is a good song. Dog. Uh, I watched a movie called Dog. It was. Uh, it's directed by Reed Carolyn and also Channing Tatum, who oh, also the stars in the movie. What's it called? Sexy Men Strip Team. called Dog, Claire. The movie's Dog. I said it already. <laughs> I thought you meant the other Channing Tatum movie no, where he Claire. stars in it called Magic this the, Mike. This is the movie Dog. They're oh. doing Magic Mike 3, did you know? I didn't know. Did you? You're a fan of the Magic Mike movies? I don't know if you are, actually. Uh, I thought I would be. I watched the first one. Didn't mind the first one. Yeah. I do like the dancing. Yeah, Very yeah. fun. Like it. But then by the set to, by the second one, I was like, Clee. The storyline is really lacking. People got a lot of time for Magical Michael. You need to I cut him some slack, mate. Yeah, I the first one. I just okay. wasn't that into the second one. Okay, fair enough. But the first one was a fun time. Apparently the stage show is actually amazing. Yeah, I bet it bloody is, mate. No, but like, I know people are like, mm-hmm. but it's actually quite empowering in feminist, apparently, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I didn't see it. But, you know, good on him. Good on him. The anyway, chance. they're doing a third one. So he's coming back for Magic Mike's final All right, cool, but that is not what we're talking about. Final showing is, is he in this movie? Yes, he's in it. He stars in it. He's in, in the dog. Mo- this is the movie Dog. Anyway. Is he playing a dog? That no, does Claire. Striptease? Oh, God. I, no, I don't think so. <laughs> That's very funny. That's very funny. That's very good. <laughs> You've broken your own brain. Rook a room, you're harrow. You're rattled. You're, you're. Anyway. Anyways, I watched a movie. It's on Stan. It's a Stan exclusive, but you can catch it overseas, I believe, in cinemas. Stan is now Australian streaming service. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Gold. It's uh, it's directed by Anthony Hayes, who directed Cargo. Did you ever watch the Martin Freeman Australian zombie do, do, movie? Do, 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 you know Martin do, Freeman do, from do, The do, Office? Do, do, do. There's gold in them hills. Yes, there are gold in there. This is what this is about. So it starts. So, so yeah, Anthony Hayes. Did you see the Martin Freeman Cargo Zombie Australian movie? Oh, sorry, you asked me that back? already. Didn't yes, you? my brain checked it out for a minute. I was singing the soundtrack from um, All About. Love. Yeah, we were, no, we were all here. About all of us. Time. All about of, time. All of us heard. Mean. All of us heard it. You said you did it out loud. There's gold in them hills. Did you watch that movie? So don't lose faith. <laughs> 
Did you watch that movie or not, Claire? Which movie? <laughs> I forgot. Cargo! <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, it was very good. Anyway, he's done a few movies, but this is his latest. It stars Zachary Efron. I did see. Okay, so Australia's the, own. Yes, I did see this on the app. They did a very good job of like featuring Zac Efron's all face, big gold all face, dirty, looking like he's been in a gold mine. Or he's something. yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. And also, he is a gold mine. Let that's me true. You. It also stars Anthony Hayes and also Susie Porter, who has been in heaps of Australian stuff, but she was. Uh, when I first saw it, was she was in two hands. Excellent. Yeah. That is such a good movie. I have another question for you. Is it about gold in the hills? No. Is a rat catcher also in the movie? Oh, yeah. So basically we have rats <laughs> in our house. Massive ones. And on podcast just kept me up all night last night barking yeah. and, and like staring at the floor. So we got a, we got a, we got a rat dude to come out and we're expecting like, I don't know, a grizzled old man Hello, with like a, a rat with like a hooked hand, hooked hand in the net or something. <laughs> but he's like this super handsome, like fucking Zach Efron looking dude, <laughs> except he's like six foot two. And I came inside, I'm like, you fucking see this guy? I'm like, he looks like Zach Efron. I actually think that you reacted more than I did. I did. did. I just didn't expect I just it. Didn't, wasn't really that phased by it. And you were like, oh, my goodness, my, beating my parties heart. are in a twist. <laughs> and, you, and you're like, it doesn't look like Zach Efron. I'm like, it looks exactly like, he looks like modern day bearded <laughs> Zach Efron. If Zach Efron owned a rat catching business. Yeah. He also does other things. He does pets control. He does a number of things. He does. It's, yeah, exactly. But uh, so, yeah. No, it didn't star him, but it starred a guy who looks like him, that being the actual Zac Efron. So it's filmed in Australia in the uh, Australian Outback. And what you're going to love about this, Claire, and I didn't know this going in, it's post-apocalyptic. Didn't know it going in. <laughs> okay. We are nothing if not extremely consistent. It's true. I'm so sorry. I listeners. did not know it was post-apocalyptic going in. Also, it sort of doesn't matter whether it is or isn't. Is this also because Zac Efron is living in Byron Bay currently? He's doing also, yeah, it probably is. Yeah, that's definitely, well, actually it was supposed to be Sam Worthington. And so uh, mm-hmm. he dropped out for whatever reason Zac Efron uh, took it, which is great. I mean, I like Sam Worthington. He kind of gets a bit of hate, but, you know, I also I like, like Zac too. Efron. Yeah. yeah. You know, because he was in like some, like the most popular movie of all time. And people, and then they're like, people are like, look at this famous guy. And most of the world's like. Nah, we don't really want to look at this guy that much, actually. <laughs> but I like him. I actually, th- I, I do like Sam Williamson. Anyway, so well, that is exactly what I it is. I will say with Efron that he went from shiny, shiny, shiny yeah. in High School Musical. To gross. And really true. No, I reckon he's got way better looking <laughs> over agree, time. Yeah. As obviously I'm older, he's, he's also, older. But it's just mm. he's managed to transition. Yeah. Because he is very he's also, talented. Well, I mean, he's always been very talented, you know. And I think I know he, like, looks back on, like, his early high school musical stuff and he's like, oh, gross or whatever. But, like. He's very talented. He's like extremely talented. He's one of those people that can also do comedy. Yeah, exactly. Which is excellent. What is that movie that he's in where Matt with Matthew Perry? Oh, and Seventeen they, Again. He's a great I movie. always like Seventeen Again. I really yeah. enjoyed that he's movie. He's really fun in that. Yeah, yeah, I really liked it. It's mm. so interesting. Yeah, so he's just got a really great comedic timing. And he's also in like a couple of rom-coms on Netflix, I think. Yeah, he's done like bits and pieces. And um, he's in yeah. he's in Neighbours. If you've seen that Neighbours movie with um, Seth yes. Rogen and Rose Byrne. And yeah, he's clearly, Very like he's funny. funny. He was in Baywatch with The Rock, which is apparently not a good movie. he's like short with big head. Like I think he's short with big head, but he's many not. Many movie stars. I don't think are. he's. T- let me check. Zac Efron height. I, no, normally the height on um is exaggerated by a couple of inches, but it says he's 173 centimeters. So he's shorter than me because I'm yeah, five nine. So he's so he's probably <laughs> five seven maybe. All right, so he's a couple of centimeters. He's like four centimeters taller than me. 
Ooh, you'll probably find that you're taller than Zac Efron. Yeah, I will. I usually think I'm taller than I am. It's my inflated ego. Yeah. (laughs) All right, my turn again. It's been rumoured that he wears uh, shoe lifts or elevator shoes. Oh, Mm. there you go. Does he do the – who's taller, Zac Efron or Tom Cruise? They'd probably be similar, I reckon. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering because does he have to also play roles with women who are tiny to make him look bigger? Yeah, maybe. Most people in Hollywood are tiny. It's just the way of the world. Must be the framing of the camera. Who knows? Actually, on the Phantom Menace, the set of the Phantom Menace, they built the Phantom Menace, right, sets. And a lot of the, to a certain extent, like, they build, you know, like six feet or seven feet and then the rest is blue screen or whatever. But the problem is when Liam Neeson came on set, Liam Neeson's like 100 (laughs) feet tall. So they then had to, like, great expense, like, extend these sets because Liam Neeson is one of the few people in Hollywood who's a, like a literal giant. <laughs> is that why he's always playing movies where people have to, he gets, he beats up everybody? Yes. <laughs> because he's giant. And there's also a rumour about. He's very good in love actually though. As he's a heartfelt, good. Heartbreak. He's 193 centimetres. So yeah. He's Who big. is? Liam Neeson. Oh, Liam Neeson. You said Tom Cruise. How big is Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise, uh, I don't know, four foot two. I, I want to know. <laughs> Who's taller? Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise or Zac Efron? probably like five, six, five, seven. Are we can find this out we can't we don't have any definitive information what do you mean he's probably about we don't know it says 1.7 meters yeah he could be but he could be shorter (laughs) that's like officially that's his official google height all right yeah it's just come up it's weird it's a very exact height yeah 1.7 there's no like little surely there's like little like so there's no real yeah you know what i mean like there's usually dot points when i say liam neeson's really tall he's six foot four which is tall but, like, if you saw a six-foot-tall guy, you're not, From like... From Hollywood. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah. like, extraordinary Hollywood tall. Like, real person tall, that's tall. But it's not, like, turn your head, my God, this Dustin is a giant Dustin Hoffman tall. is 1.67. Yeah, so he's Tom tiny. Cruise is taller than Dustin Hoffman. He might But be. Brad Pitt is 1.8, which is the same height as Nicole Kidman. <laughs> that is, I'm finding if, this if really Brad, fascinating. <laughs> if Brad Pitt is 1.8, because he's probably not. All right. Also, because he's inflated, too. They're all inflated. It's so weird. Celebrities are weird, man. <laughs> yeah. God, they're weird. Anyway, also anyway, as a, as a man who who is six foot, uh, so it's it's you know whatever. He's, not, he's totally not. <laughs> I do sometimes think I'm taller than you, but no. No, you're true. like half a head shorter. I than just me. love how Meso, your co-host on your other more successful podcast, it makes me cry every time I say it. Um, Nick, <laughs> Mace, everyone thinks that you're regular man height, so Nick Mason is not a short person. Except that you're yeah. a littler person. People so think he's that because Mason's probably five seven, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So people think I'm fucking. Giant. Giant, but I'm like 5'9", <laughs> maybe 5'10 in shoes. You know? That's the rule of podcasting. Everyone's tiny. Yeah, that's right. You have to be. You have to be truthful about it. This isn't Hollywood. No, this is a yeah. podcast, podcasting, mate. Everyone gets to the kernels of truth. That's it. So the second thing I have, I promised a book and I Is it celebrityheights.com? <laughs> that's not a book. That's a website that I like to spend an inordinate amount of time on. Yeah. We should play a game just who's taller and who. But then obviously, as you say, we don't actually know if they're actually real. There are sites dedicated to like different pictures, different shoes, standing next to different people for references. I literally just brought that up just then trying to find like heights. I just went down this really brief like rabbit hole. (laughs) Why is that so interesting? I have no idea why that's interesting. No, the most interesting thing to me is that they're lying. Like the truth (laughs) is not that interesting. You know, if they were like Tom Cruise is like 5'5 or whatever. Yeah. I'll be like, okay. But if the, <laughs> I'm not, but now I'm like, how tall is he really? Is he taller than me? I hope not. Uh, that's so funny. You know? 
Yeah, I know. George I totally Clooney, agree. apparently very small as well. Very tiny. Yes, tiny big head. Tiny, tiny guy. And jo- um, Jason Statham. Jason Statham, tiny, very big short. Head. Yeah, tiny big head. Yeah, yeah interesting. Mm. So anyway. maybe Nicole Kidman's not, she's 1.8. That's not that tall. It's just I would that everyone say, thinks she's giant. I'm guessing, I would, I'm guessing she probably is exactly 1.8, you know? Yeah. If yeah. not taller. Because yeah. I think it's different for women. Yeah, it you totally know? is. Yeah. Oh, completely. Because she's sort of known as being very tall. But yeah. 1.8 is not that tall. No. For women. I mean, I guess, it's, I don't know. Anyway, let's move anyway, on. Anyway, how tall how tall are you? Email in. <laughs> Tell us. We'll arrange our listeners. Are all, all ten of them in our order. <laughs> Smallest to largest. Come on, Claire. We've no, got more than ten listeners. We do. And we value you. Immensely. Come on, Every one of you. You guys are the best. We literally have the best listeners. I always get the best emails. And we love our short kings out there. Have you heard that expression? No, what's that Short mean? kings if you're small, but you're not like, it's not a big deal. You know what I mean? You can be whatever uh... height. It's called short king. It's all about confidence. Would you say this about <laughs> if you were dating a man, say a short like man? like a bold thing as well. Yeah, I guess it is. But like it's how you, so carry if, yourself. How you carry yourself, you know? Right. There's an episode of Sex in the City on that. Exactly. <laughs> and just like that. Let's get off this fucking topic. <laughs> okay, my short king. <laughs> short king of my, lo- my life. I know. Um, Would I take another couple of inches? Sure. <laughs> my brother. Your brother is upset. My brother is like one of the like very intelligent ducks of his class, doctor, just like very smart and incredibly. Very tan. Very tan. Just... There's a butt coming though. You can feel it if you're listening no, to this. No, but what makes me laugh so much is because like he's very photogenic as well like, oh yeah just, just like a, a human being that people like would photograph and no no matter what angle he just always manages to look good i look like a ghost in photos yeah, I look, oh my god <laughs> the chins that come out in photos of me i mean maybe they exist in real life but honestly it's just getting worse my whole face is sliding into my neck and i'm not coping with it but i am because i'm a feminist and it's not about what i look like it's what i do and who i am inside <laughs> and he's moving right along. My brother, of all these things, he owes an asthmatic. He has a lot of allergies yep. and he took a lot of like cortisone or whatever yep. as a kid to like help with his asthma and he reckons it stunted his growth. I don't because think so. He's like quite a good athlete too and he just never grew tall. I think he's just like. He's got quite big feet. But I think like feet. your family, like my family, is the biggest fucking roll of the dice of how tall you're going to be. <laughs> yeah. Like my fan, like I'm of my two brothers, I'm the shortest. My yeah. little brother is like six two, six He's three. Massive, yeah. My other brother's probably six foot, you know. Yeah. And I'm look at me. It's short kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. But yeah, it is interesting, isn't it? I don't know. And that's like my family too. I mean, your grandpa was like one of those tallest people. Yeah, he I've was ever the met. tallest man from his era. Like towering over yeah. everyone. It was amazing. But your grandma was so tiny. So she it's was. probably where it's the probably height what thing happened. Yeah, my family, that's true. You could roll the dice and then I do have some quite short uncles. It's true. So I feel like my brother always thought he was going to be tall. Well, he told me. I remember because I'm like 10 years older than him. He's like, I'm going to be taller than you one day. And I'm like, okay. But he's not. (laughs) And it's too late now. He can't catch me. Yeah, because you've known him since he was like 12 or something. We might actually be the same height. I have no idea. Anyway, I just find that it's really funny anyway. Anyway, anyway, I hope he hears this. Do you want to start do us off? Do we ever? Well, well, well. Yes, I certainly do. All right. So I have lots of books, actually, which is very Ugh. exciting. Ugh. And I'm going to do the first oh, record. Oh, God. 
This is. Oh, I finally got some time to read some books in my own little hot little hands. Now, what I have for you, James, what are you looking at here? That's my that? book. Is it the Christmas present I gave you that you did not open? I haven't. I haven't read it yet. No, you haven't. I like Trent Dalton though. I like his other book or books. I know you do, and it's also called Love Stories. And I wrote in an inscription that was very lovely and thoughtful, and you have not cracked it open. <laughs> At all. I didn't know you wrote a description. I d- yes, you haven't even read it. Let me it. read it now. I'll read it out. No, it's really, no, it's too embarrassing. It's okay. private. It's private. It's, pri- <laughs> it's a private inscription, but it's lovely. It's romantic, and it'll make you cry when you finally bloody open it. I don't cry. Anyway. I only cry when Luke Skywalker shows up in The Mandalorian. <laughs> anyway, I like a I, man. I would thought I would do that thing where I recommend you a thing and I buy you a thing and you don't open it. And so then I force you to listen to it on the show. That's right. Here we go. What do we got? And anyway, I'm going to read this bit and then you're going to read the whole thing and you're going to feel terrible that you didn't open my Christmas present over the summer when we were stuck inside doing nothing. Joke's on you. I don't feel anything. Here we go. It's called The Crossing. All right. See this restless city. See the way that dad in the business shirt and tie reaches his right arm out to grip the left hand. Hang on. I'm sorry. That dog is up to mischief in the other room, our puppy. I need to put her out because there's a bunch of stuff in there that she's just going to chew through. All right. I don't trust that dog. Just ruin the moment. No, I was never in the (laughs) car. Now I'm regretting thinking about reading this out. Oh, no. I feel like maybe you just need to read it alone. I apologise. Please continue. No, I'm regretting this now. No, no. I I think it's going to be good. Now I'm regretting. No. (laughs) Serious regret. It's going to be magical. I'm going to cry. Oh, God. Maybe you're not. All right. Anyway, I'll just read it. The Crossing. See this restless city. See the way that dad in the business shirt and tie reaches his right arm out to grip the left hand of his daughter. Waiting for the little green man to flash and tell them when to walk across Adelaide Street and into Queen Street Mall. The girl's in her school uniform, looks about 12. And if she's anything like my 12-year-old daughter, she probably doesn't hug her old man as much as she used to. But look at them at the traffic lights. He's reaching for her hand instinctively because there are fast-moving cars about and at least six grumbling council buses. He's probably been doing that protective reach for her hand ever since she could run. Nothing more terrifying than a wide-eyed toddler on the loose and approaching the ever-enticing push-button of a busy traffic-like crossing. It's true. She'd probably refuse his hand if her friends were about, but there are only strangers here. So he knows he can hold her hand tight and she knows she can let him. And for the next 10 seconds of that dad's life, he knows for certain that she's safe and she's secure and he is so clearly and definitely doing the one thing he's certain now that he was put on this earth to do, to be a father for her. And I know for a fact he wishes he could stop time here and now because he knows that she will grow. He wishes he could change the world and the way it spins. But he knows the only person with the power to change the world is her. She will grow because she must. She will soon discover the music of the Smiths and she will teensplain Johnny Marr's guitar playing to her father like she was the first person in the world to ever truly appreciate it. She will take two or three puffs on a joint at her friend Kayla's 17th birthday party and realise she gets a better high from the words of Emily Bronte. Her first car will be a second-hand red Toyota Yaris and she will fall in love with a boy named Arizona who plays bass in a punk band called Fork Tongue and that boy will break her heart. She'll work hard for no money and then she'll work hard for lots of money and she will meet someone true and then one perfect and quiet afternoon She'll ask her father to walk her down the aisle of Our Ladies of Victory's church in Bowen Hills and they will hold each other's hands as tightly as they hold them now at this crossing. 
but there'll be no flashing green man to tell them when to walk down that aisle safely and securely. They'll have to make that decision for themselves, daughter and dad, together. He would do anything for her, but at the end of that church aisle, he'll have to do the one thing he never really ever wanted to do for her, let go of her hand. But for now, for the next 10 seconds of that father's life, she can stay right there in his grip. She can stay. Then comes the inevitable push-button buzz of life and she lets go of his hand. She lets go of him. And she's off, two paces ahead of Dad as she crosses the street and the little green man rushes more than anyone because the little green man knows that life's too short and moves too fast for fathers and that particular one in the business shirt and tie crossing the street has about as much chance of keeping up with his daughter as he does of stopping time. Oh my God, Claire, what are you doing to me <laughs> opening the year with that? You are killing me. <laughs> You're breaking my heart, Claire. You're breaking my little heart. Read the bloody book, mate. I'll read it's the so book. Beautiful. I want to read it. I just haven't. Had, do you know why? Because I've been playing Transformers every day. <laughs> I know, I know. When have I had a chance to sit down and read a book? No. Anyway. I've been listening to political commentary and being like, oh, my God, I hate this. <laughs> I know, and that's why I think you should read this book. If anyone's feeling miserable about the world. Just read it. It's just full Oh, it's of... heartbreaking, Claire. I hated that. Why would you read oh, that? what? No. It's just, it's so yeah. beautiful. All right. Anyway, so that's my recommendation. God, Claire, you're <laughs> killing me. You could have saved that till the end. <laughs> Terrific. Well, Claire, I can't believe you snuck in two great things into one segment. It should <laughs> be a It should that's, be. Speaking of uh, history, this is interesting to you. So there's, there's actually, um, there hasn't been a new Mario Strikers game in about 15 years. Oh, God. Here I we know. Go. But here we go, Claire, because the third game in the Mario Strikers series was recently released. Uh, Mario Strikers, for people who don't know, is basically four on four soccer on the Nintendo Switch. But guess what, Claire? What? It's all the Mario characters. I'm talking Mario. I'm talking Luigi. I'm talking Bowser. I'm talking Peach. I'm talking Rosalina. I'm talking Toad. I'm talking Yoshi. I'm talking Donkey Kong. How long does this go for? I'm talking Wario. I'm talking Waluigi. Those are all the characters. There might be some in uh, downloadable content down the line. Now, this game was actually developed by Next Level Games. And you might be like, what are they famous for? I don't know that name. And yes, Claire, you're right, because they actually did the last uh, Luigi's Mansion game, number three, from a few years back. They also did Captain America Super Soldier from 2011, the tie-in Captain America game to the movie Captain America. There was also a Punch-Out. Remember the series Punch-Out on the Super Nintendo? This was a relaunch of that, which they did in 2009. So, yeah, as you are probably imagining, they have actually worked in-house at Nintendo before. Now, this time How around... How long does this go This for? time around, right, you need to hear this. As I mentioned, it's four on four, and you can actually do up to eight players multiplayer if you are keen. And as our son said, and I'm sure he's told you, you know what the rules are in this game, Claire? Do you know what they are? Yes. No, tell me what are they, no, what are they are. There are no rules, Claire. That's what he says. There are no rules. But guess what? There are some rules, and here are the <laughs> rules. There are no out of bounds. Do you know why? Why? Because the fence and boundary are electrocuted. So if somebody's running and they got the ball, you can, like, knock them and they fall into the electric fence. Can I go, just say I tried ah, to play this game and I felt ah. like I was going to have a seizure? <laughs> yeah. I actually just had to say no. <laughs> I just say no now. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, it's cool. too much. But it's I bet you busy. like this part. You can actually also use classic... Mario items on the field. Turtle shells, for example. Why you can throw so a green excited? turtle shell. You might use a banana peel, like you might use in a Mario Kart. You throw down a banana peel. Use a bomb. 
They do a big explosion. Why is it called a babom? It's just what they're called, Claire. They're called babom. Babom, this whole thing. Yeah, and also you can also use a classic, obviously, mushroom boost to make yourself run just that little bit faster. Now, here's something that's unique to this oh, wait, game. Wait, I have a question first. Yeah. Can I stab myself in the eye? You absolutely can. You at any point in time you can stab more. yourself in the eye. Now, here's something that I think sets apart this from other Mario soccer games, potentially. I haven't played the other you ones. You get a pack of Tim Tams? I wish. There's a glowing orb that comes down from the ceiling, right, and it lands in the center of the arena. Speaking of, the arena is split into two. Each player can choose a different half of the arena. So some might, someone might pick, like, you know, a Super Mario world or whatever where it's all green lands and acres and hills. On the other side, you've got Bowser's Castle, Claire. They're mixing it up. There's volcanic rock. There's lava. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. Like the aesthetic of it is uh, is quite interesting. But anyway, glowing orbs drop down. You've got to get that orb as quickly as possible because if you can get hold of that orb and then get inside of your half of the soccer pitch, you can do something which is called a hyper strike, which is a timed goal where if you hit it just perfectly, your character will do a special Predetermined I'm currently move. just left predetermined my body. Move. I'm just hanging out in the ceiling now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Predetermined down, move. asking myself, why did I get myself into this situation and when it's going to be over? The move also correlates with the character and then they'll do a big kick and then if you time it rightly, you'll get that goal. If you miss, you'll probably miss the goal. But, you know, you can get lucky. You can get lucky every now and then. All yeah. right, I have another question. It's not question. finished. Oh, God, sorry, go on. I have one more question. My son insisted on telling me that sometimes Peach makes people fall in love with her so that they miss their goal. Yeah, is that's that true. Correct? That's part of her hyper strike. That is correct. I really hate that. What? Because it's sexist. It's not sexist. Does any of the men Mario. make them, like her, fall in love with uh, them or other men fall in love with them? That's a great question. Thank you for asking. No. Uh, Waluigi, Waluigi has a he's, a, he's a he's a lover and he has a rose in his mouth while he's doing his particular hyper strike. Yeah, you but, know. yeah, but does, like, Peach become overcome? No. Exactly. He's not a sexy man. Have you seen Waluigi? Yeah, no good. He's a creep. No good. What is so peach sexy? No, no. God, Claire, what is exactly. wrong with you? Exactly. It's so messed up. Why have that in a kid's game? And clearly my son was like a bit, this is a bit weird, because he kept saying it to me over and over until I was eventually like, yeah, it's so weird. Why is she doing that? Why can't she just be good at the soccer? Why does she have to overcome someone with her feminine wiles? It's a great question, Claire. Why can't she just overcome them with her skills? Yeah, that's great. On the pitch. You're absolutely right. I don't disagree Bloody with that. Sexist. She's actually a really, because all the players have different abilities, and I find her a really well-balanced player. She's got a bit oh, of speed. Uh, they're all they're all balanced differently. Mario is obviously an all-rounder. Bowser's like he's big and he's strong, but he's slow, you know? They all have their advantages. But I don't I don't disagree with what you're saying. These gender norms in Super Mario games, they've tried to move away from them. But uh you still yeah, there's always get that people saving peach all exactly. the time. Exactly. It's really annoying. Mario Odyssey, it's fun because at the end they switch it up. I'm not going to spoil that game, but it switches it up at the end of Mario Odyssey. What a game. Everyone should play Mario Odyssey. Anyways, all in all, it's fine as a game. It's fine. It's a fun little kids <laughs> multiplayer experience. I wouldn't play it otherwise. It's it's soccer. Is this over now? Only available on the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> this is not sponsored. Speaking of, hang on, speaking of, uh, their games are too expensive. They never drop them in price. There's a Mario game, even if it's 40,000 years old, it's always full price. That's not very nice. I agree. But then again, I don't really care. Mm, that's interesting that you say that. <laughs> Because we stole money from your wallet to buy this game. <gasps> How could you? I don't have any real money anymore. That's right. Online. And you know what else you don't need money for? Reviewing this show. Escaping Just this like, room. Well, that's, no, you need money for that. Claire, we've got to do something before we go. 
Okay. Okay. You are going to watch the new trailer for Thor: Love and oh, Thunder. Oh wow! And then, so we're just gonna we're gonna pause this here, and then you're gonna tell people what you think of it. Would you like me to send you the link? Okay. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll come around and we'll watch it, and then we'll come back and discuss it afterwards. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Oh God! You didn't tell me this is happening. <laughs> No. Why? Why do I have to watch this? Because you make me sing songs. Oh, oh, what? No, but now what if I don't like? So am I supposed to give my impression in real time? No, you don't have to give it in real time. I mean, you can't. Can I tell the people what's happening? No, they've seen the... it. They've all seen it. Have okay. they? Yes. Not everyone. No, I haven't bloody seen you it. You won't breathe it in if you don't. Okay, fine. What do you want? Okay, small boy running very fast, getting bigger, in dumb hat. Oh, now he's burying his pick. Oh. I mean, he's pretty hot, isn't he? <laughs> it's a good song. <laughs> who's the Who's the woman who grabbed onto his axe thing? It's a mystery, Claire. If you had read the comics, you would know, but you have not. And it's your, no, it's Jane Foster. It's Natalie Portman. Oh, okay. Ooh, in, yeah, I love movies. Natalie Portman. She becomes Thor. Oh, uh, that's yeah, cool. In the comics good on her. What I did love you think, that. Claire? It's not a th- it's not a pick or an axe. It's a hammer, isn't it? No, it's well, it is an axe. He, his hammer was shattered, but it was reforged clearly because Natalie Portman is wielding oh, it. Ah, I see. Okay. He's got a uh, it's his, his axe is called Stormbreaker, and I he see. had it built in Infinity War so he could right. defeat Thanos. I see Thanos, and he's it's it's a little like a rocky sort of like montage. He's getting, of getting fit because remember he was on, out of shape. Yeah, I mean, I'd forgotten about month? that. Yeah, I'd now, forgotten. He's, now he's now he's trim he's again. He's got a little tum tum, and now he's tum. getting all trim again. Exactly. I mean, he's a very good looking man. You know what? A lot of people have been saying that. I just don't <laughs> see it though. You know. I don't, yeah, I know. I don't get oh, look, it. it's niche. It's niche. Very niche. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe for some people. Chris Hemsworth. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? Look. That actually looked really fun. Yeah. I actually am really into that. I was expecting not to be into it. Here's my normie take on it. Here we go. All right. Initially I was like, can't be bothered. I don't like the bashy-crashy battles. I find it boring. I find what's the point? Everyone wins in the end. There's just a lot of smashing. Who cares? Who the fucking cares? Nobody does. Okay. Well, lots of people do. I don't care. It's boring (laughs) and I fall asleep. But that looks like I love a redemption story and kind of like a fun, let's not take ourselves too seriously. And actually it reminded me, that's why I have enjoyed the Thor movies Mm. because. Wait, how many of the Thor movies have you actually seen? I don't know, but a few. And Guardians are the same. I don't know. I've enjoyed that vibe. It's the Tiger Tiger Waititi. Tiger Waititi, yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed his vibe. And I it was mainly the soundtrack. Yeah, (laughs) totally. That That makes a big difference, yeah. Yeah, so that looks kind of fun. And the world looked kind of fun and cool Mm. um, and quite intricate. So I'm kind of interested to see it. Then we will see it. Shockingly. We will see it in July together. Maybe you'll uh, you'll get get through this one because you tried to watch Spider-Man No Way Home and you were just like, there's too many fucking Spider-Man in this. Mm, I hate it. Too many Spider-Man. Everyone's (laughs) fighting. Everyone's, I'm the octopus. I was the doctor and now I've got a thing in my brain. I don't know who's that one. I'm old Spider-Man. I'm new Spider-Man. I'm Tony, Toby Maguire. Tony Maguire. I'm Toby Maguire. I'm I'm here in a weird jacket looking pretty old. Yeah, that was the first thing you said. You're like, he looks old. I'm like, yeah, he's like 46 <laughs> years old. I mean, he looks pretty good. Oh, he's good for 46. But, yeah. you know, I don't know. Andrew Garfield, though. Just, I mean, I love him, but I wings, would mate. much prefer to watch him in a musical. Fair like Tick, Tick, Boom. I think he'd probably prefer that as well. Yeah. No, let's, that's not true. Like Spider-Man. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Could everyone get over Spider-Man? No, What's people love that movie. On there? Made a 
billion dollars. I just don't understand. Okay, here's my hot. You take. need to have an investment in like all the other Spider-Man movies though, as well. But I've he, watched most of no, them. No, but you don't care. You don't care about Tom. I liked the, the first version of the Tom Holland Spider-Man. I liked that yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. It was really good. Yeah. And I like Zendaya. I just you didn't watch the one where he went to Europe on a little I European just adventure. Like there's, too, there's too many. <laughs> there's too many, or I've said it. There's too many Marvel movies. There's too many. There's only like 22 there's or something currently many. out. Plus I have all been the TV talking shows. about Marvel movies <laughs> on the periphery of my life for all like 20 years now. And every bloody couple of months you're like, look at this trailer. Oh, it's come out. Oh, I'm so excited. It's another man in a suit. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to have a little battle and then there's some references to comics that I don't understand and look at his special powers and then it's, everything's fine in the end. Can I recommend to you at the very Oh, he's got some friends. They've all come together. They've to all go, come together, pew, pew, yeah. Pew. Oh, ugh, I'm so sad. I think it's interesting. Everything's broken and the world's about to be taken over by a blue man, but it's actually not. That's like every movie. There's a lot of blue men trying to take over the world. My mother. My son. <laughs> Dead. My mother's dead. My father's dead. <laughs> I see what you're saying. But there's a parallel universe, and now a version of me has come out of the sky that looks like me, but more like Tobey Maguire. And I'm Spider. You're Spider-Man. Everyone's Spider-Man. Where's Aunt May? Oh, my uncle's dead. I don't know. I hate it. I'm over it. There's too many. There's just too fucking many of these movies. <laughs> <laughs> I can't handle it anymore. My if brain I, is actually fried. If I could recommend fried. one movie I think you would actually enjoy, aside right. from the, the quote I've been doing, All shouting, right. why don't you watch the new Morbius movie? Fuck I feel like no. <laughs> oh my God. Because Morbius. I, if you have to say Morbius one more unlike, time. Unlike a regular vampire. He's a vampire he, doctor. He's a vampire he's a doctor via who's... science as opposed to magic. <laughs> and if that's a very compelling idea. Of a man who turns himself into a vampire so through using stupid. bat blood and electricity or it's whatever. It's so happens. stupid. Yeah, that's a brutal movie to watch. God, but I don't understand. There's so many layers to that, that. I, I think don't it's. Understand. I think it's evolving though. I think it is in a period of like they're trying different things and kind of seeing and you know. And I think it it needs to evolve because of what you're talking about. That like. What do you mean? The same movies with the same characters. No, no. I think it, I think it is evolving, and I think I, I think I don't know what it's going to look like, but it needs to evolve also because it will lose people if it's just like you know all these fucking things. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean they revolve. They've evolved the whole time. Yeah, some, but it, you can't evolve away from the fact that they're all the same fucking characters. No, over I think and over that, again. No, I, I think that's that's unfair, and I also think that like you just told me there was like how many Spider Man movies. Uh, in total, I don't know, 110. But yeah, like, exactly. But yeah, I think that the appeal of that movie is that you got them all together. But I think like outside of that, and that's like an okay movie. But like the idea of seeing those three together is you like, lost your tiny mind. It was really you fun got to very see. sweaty. It was fun. To, no, I did not. You weren't even there. You weren't even there. <laughs> I can imagine it was like when you watched the first version of that Superman movie and your hands were all sweaty. The Superman Returns. Yeah, that everyone hates, but you, but you loved at the time. I like. Well, I like. Yeah, I'd still like that movie, even though it's directed by an alleged sex criminal. Ah, that's fun. Anyways, what fun we've had this week. I'm sorry I made fun of your movies. I don't give a shit. I didn't make them. (laughs) Let me sit alone and listen to Martha Marlowe and read my book about depressing women. (laughs) 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I honestly, I'm like, I'm not. I didn't make these movies. They're not for everybody. It's fine. But I've enjoyed the see, the thing for me, right? Is as a nor as just like a regular punter. Yeah, I've really enjoyed them over the years, yeah. and I've really seen what, particularly the Marvel ones, because we're paid by Marvel. I've seen. Yeah, I've right. seen. I've really enjoyed them. I got really invested in them. I I really liked them. I was annoyed that they didn't give more of the women their own movies, yeah. but they've kind of rectified some of did that. You watch Black Widow. Yes, I did. I really enjoyed I it. Liked I oh, liked it about a lot. That. No, I liked it too. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it, and I really liked Captain Marvel and Wonder Woman. I know it's not Marvel, but I really enjoyed Wonder Woman as well. It's it's just that at a certain point. How many movies is too many movies? No no amount of movies is too many movies. <laughs> anyway, maybe yeah. I'll come around to it again like your jokes. Actually, I'll tell you what, if anyone can get me over the line, it's a Chris not, Hemsworth. Yeah, well, that's true. I was, gonna, I was gonna say me, but like. <laughs> but yes, also you. But yeah, no, I, I think you might like this new one. Anyways, Claire, it's trailer reaction time. Oh, God. As All I know, right. as it often is. Now, this one you're gonna love because I know you're a big <laughs> fan of the original, and I know you're a big fan. Of 3D. I hate 3D. (laughs) You are going to watch Avatar, The Way of Water, the official trailer. Yes, it's only. No, you don't. It's only a minute 40. Uh, You're going to watch it and then we're going to come back and talk about it. You made you seasick or something? Yes, Claire. You're old and you can't handle 3D anymore. All right, The Way of Water, The Way of Snorter. (laughs) I meant snoring. That wasn't funny. Colleagues, delete that joke. Wasn't a good one. Ah, people, it looks like a video game. No, Claire, it's real. Why are they skipping? Okay, I kind of actually really love this. <laughs> I know that you didn't like Avatar, but I, it's kind of beautiful it's world. Not, it's not that I don't like it. It's a beautiful world. I just kind of didn't love the story, but it's an amazing like world building. It's a, it just looks beautiful, right? Mm. Oh, blue waters with people. So, oh, she looks very happy to see some fishies. Oh, I hate this part, though. This is like the military bit. This is not this is not anything. Why are they holding weapons? Oh no, there's a war. <laughs> oh no, she's riding a some kind of dra- water dragon. All right, he's holding hands with a whale. All right. I know you want me to hate this, but I no, love that. No, uh, that's not why I show these. I want your general, your gen, your I honest opinion. That. I thought beautiful. But don't you also hate well, uh, movies that recreate the environment. So is it because it's an alien planet you're okay yes. with? Could you look yes. at like the Lion King, which yes. also I did not like. No, I where they're like recreating nature. Yes, you're like just go outside. That's exactly right. But this, I don't know why I don't hate that. I feel like I should hate it. You know why? Because you're right. It's an alien planet. Yeah. But I think the reason I do love it is because it's the uh, the theme of Avatar, which I know is really corny, but I also think is really important, is that idea of our connection to the land and the earth. And because it's an alien kind of planet, yeah. we can look at that theme, like Fern Gully, which I also bloody loved, and that it's that commentary, right, about – and yeah. I think because it's removed – it then makes you think about our own planet. Exactly. And the beauty of our own planet but because you're removed from it. Yeah. It helps for some reason. I think it's a bit like you can't have two realistic-looking CGI people because it just doesn't work. It's the uncanny valley, yeah. Yeah, but because it's, like, removed, it, it makes you look at things differently. I don't know. I liked that. Good. Did you want me to hate no, it? No, not at all. Like this is never right. to like get you to like, well, it's just I want your genuine reaction to things. All like, right. If people are enjoying this segment where I spring a trailer on Claire every week and she has to watch <laughs> it and talk about it, please let us know. Uh, all right. Be great. I feel like 
I didn't have any. Do you know why? Because I got totes of mosh. They got me. A family is a fortress. Green eyes staring at each other. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. Hold hands of the whale. Yes, hold hands of the whale. Thank God. We're finally Thank there. God. Wow. I know. And also because the juxtaposition of like the horrible military bullshit. And I'm so sick of all of that. Can we just throw all of that in the into space? Into the ocean. I, I just agree. had this idea in the middle of the night. And don't get me wrong, but I do think I'm a genius. All right, I've cracked it. I've cracked out all our problems. Oh, I can't wait we for this. We just have to put all of the guns, explosive, nuclear weapons, all of the pollution, the entire Great Pacific Garbage Patch into a giant cannon yep. and shoot it into space. And what happens if it and, doesn't And all make the it to human space? beings just have to get all the rubbish and put them in one place and then we'll shoot it into the sky okay. in a black hole. I mean, and then our planet will be fine. Yeah, great. You know there's not a black hole near Earth. Uh, but yeah, I know, but you shoot it far enough. They can do things. Bloody get Elon Musk on it. You can get some kind of penile-shaped... Spaceship? Can we get someone good on it as opposed to Elon Musk? Yeah, but we need we need him distracted. He's got Twitter now. You know? I don't want to get into that. Get into anyway, Musk. all I'm saying is that's what we need to do. It's not feasible because if it does, if say that rocket I'm exploded. I hate I, I refuse to hear any rebuttals thing, on no, how excellent my plan is. There's no profit is. in it, so the people wouldn't do it. Anyways, do you know what there is profit in? This podcast, if it continues to grow from its five-star <laughs> reviews, which you can actually do in app. Thank you. This is from Suggestive Pineapple. Can you believe oh, this review? This what a what, sexy name, I Suggestive agree. Pineapple. Hi, I'm the Spucky Pineapple. The ti- this one's directed uh, to you specifically more than me. It's, actually. It's titled Rage Machine. I don't know. Having sex with a pineapple would be very uncomfortable. <laughs> it's the least sexable fruit, I feel. It's very spiky. Uh, anyway, Suggestive Pineapple says, has anyone else noticed that Claire has had more raging outbursts since doing this podcast <laughs> with James? <laughs> Anyway, five stars. It's interesting. Something to think about. Yeah, it's interesting. It's almost like a woman's on the edge. Mm, It is. She's on the edge. She's about to. At least she has great ideas, like putting all the fruit into space (laughs) or whatever you were talking about before. All the suggestible, suggestive pineapples. Mm. Do we have any uh, uh, any um, uh, email this week? Correct, we do. Wow. All right, that's the end of the show this week, everybody. We've had. No, I have a great email. Oh well, I've got a, I've got a, I've got another recommendation. Oh, cool. Okay. Fire away. Are you familiar with Transformers Devastation? Transformers Devastation is an action hack and and slash video game based on the Transformers franchise developed by Platinum Games. They recently was a minor controversy uh, because of their new game, Bayonetta. And uh, and it's published by Activision. This was released in 2015 and I never finished it, Claire. I never finished it because we had kids and I I got stuck on a level and I went, I'm sick of fighting all these Insecticons, I said, and I turned it off. Anyway... Our son's been asking for ages, like, what's this? And I'm like, it's, it's too hard. You won't, you won't like it. Anyway, so I turned down the, the, um, the, the, the challenge on it, and he just, like, blasted through it. It's single-player game, and that's his one criticism. Every time he plays it, he's like, this game should have two-player, he says, and these are the Autobots you can play as. Optimus Prime, Bumblebee, Sideswipe, Wheeljack, and do you want to take a guess on the last one? That's right, Poo. it's Grimlock. No, there's no Tra- transformer called Poo. <laughs> um, now, obviously, as we know. He all- transforms into a poo and then back into a toilet. Is he a triple changer? Like, does he turn into a, he's got a, like a robot man form? Yeah. So he's a triple changer. It's triple changer. That's great. So yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a robot and a toilet and a poo. <laughs> <laughs> is that right? That is a thousand percent accurate. Okay. That is how I want to play it. But his this. name is also Pooh. Is Correct. that right? <laughs> okay. That's it. Anyway, obviously. You've nailed it. Obviously fairly soft, but not too soft. Like it's a, it's not a runny poo. It has to hold its shape. 
Of course he does. It is a robot. He's got a robot in there. Yeah. Now, often when Transformers change into something, though, they might keep like a mechanical form, so it's hard to replicate organic material. Yes. Does it look like a metal poo or does it look like a poo you it would find? It looks like a robot, like the, a poo that you would imagine a robot uh, taking out. So it's kind of like all like, – Taking out? <laughs> well, wow. Of ro- what? As in like their bottom. Like do robots poo? No. But if they did, that's what this poo looks like, like kind of like amalgamation of all their parts. Okay, let's break together. this down. What is the benefit of a Transformer looking like a poo? Well, what a is poo, the – A poo – a robot poo <laughs> for a tra- – it's like that doesn't exist. It's the approximation of what you'd think it would look like. Does that mean you drop it behind like a Decepticon? You'd be like, who did this? Yes. Like, I don't know who did this poo. Yes. Because we don't it's poo, disguise. do we? It's disguise. It's disguise. Wouldn't it be better to change into like a Everyone tank? Everyone avoids dog poo. It looks a bit like dog poo. But it's not though. It's got a film over, around it. It's got a film around it. Like it. a brown film. Under, inside is like crushed up robot. But on the outside <laughs> is like brown poo. You've gone mad. And then people would avoid it. But then all of a sudden, Bernachong, it's actually a robot. It like kills you or blasts you with a thing. And then it's like, actually, no, back into a poo. Occasionally a toilet because also Why sometimes the toilet? because if you're not if you're inside it's less likely for there to be a dog poo except if you live in our house with a puppy at the moment so you'd have to hire something else so you'd hire a toilet yeah but there already is a toilet in all homes so where's the toilet and if you live there you're gonna know if a second toilet turns up yeah but uh, James you're overthinking this am I but also or are you people, underthinking or maybe people it? are just thinking. Oh, how convenient, a second toilet in their kitchen. And then they would use that toilet, a toilet they found in their kitchen. (laughs) Potentially. That would just go straight to the floor, presumably. Yeah, that would be awkward. This is insane. This is the worst (laughs) thing you've ever said. I mean, the toilet form is not one they use a lot as a triple changer. It's mainly poo to robot. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. This show is, we should cancel it. And not because we've peaked. This is obviously a trough. <laughs> Peter Robot. <laughs> Peter <laughs> Anyways. Transformers um, more than meets the eye. Oh, I love it. In this case, it's a poo. Um, <laughs> so, now, obviously, each of the characters have their own benefits and drawbacks. Bumblebee is smaller, which means he's quicker, but his attacks are weaker. Optimus Prime is more of a middle ground. Grimlock, slow, but really heavy attacks. Uh, it's also cel-shaded, which means it looks a lot like the 80s cartoon and also brought back all of the voice cast who were still alive. So I'm talking a Peter Cullen. Oh. I'm talking a Frank Welker, oh. voices of uh, oh. Megatron and uh, Optimus Prime. And in oh. addition to that, uh, due to licensing issues, and I don't know what's happening with the Transformers brand at the moment, has been removed from digital stores and has been since 2017. Right. So if you want this game, you're going to have to go track down a physical fucking copy like a caveman. Claire, uh, but it's good and it's worth it. If you just like, I remember Transformers and just, just, if you're like me, just turn the difficult down and just be like, just blast through it or whatever. Right. Cool. A lot of characters show up in the first five minutes. You're like, I'm fighting Devastator. Incredible. But not like the shit one from the second Michael Bay movie. The one from the original cartoon. He's orange. He's he's green and he's purple and not a poo. Claire. (sighs) I'm going to read my email now. Can I do that? Sure. From Tanner Moore. So you can write into suggestivebot at gmail.com just like Tanner Moore has. Hello, James and Claire. I wrote in over six months ago and suggested that the two of you watch the Amazon show The Wilds. 
Well, I'm back with a new thing that's actually even better than that show. And what? it's a book this time. Ugh. It's called Project Hail Mary. I've read that. I recommend it on this show, Claire. Oh, well, there you go. This person like you also hasn't listened to the uh, the, the homework instructions. I know. No, I'd, like to, I'd love to hear another perspective, actually. Yeah, so he says it's easily the best book he's ever read. Wow. It was so good that he's listening to it again. And I restarted listening to it as soon as I finished it. And I'm going to be doing a term paper on it for one of my uni classes this fall as well. The two-line no-spoiler summary, for those that don't remember, is that the sun is dying. Oh, it's James's favourite topic. My favourite thing when the sun dies. And the dying. planet needs a Hail Mary pass to save the planet. It involves very real science, humans first travel to other stars, and what it's truly about is the friends that you make along the way. Oh, that's so true. That summary probably doesn't do it justice, but it's genuinely one of the best books I've ever read. Hopefully you can find time to read it. Well, James already has. Thanks for everything the two of you do, Tanner Moore. So, yeah, so The Martian, it's a good book. Um, the second book, it was, it's about the moon or something. It's not great. I did read it, and I'm like, I don't, I don't enjoy this very much. Third book, this one, it's his best book, I think, absolutely. Ah, great. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Project Hail Mary. Project Hail Mary. I think they're Excellent. adapting it as well. I think I've talked about this before. Uh, yeah, pretty cool stuff. Um, so, I mean, I'm in book Reddit. Sometimes I'm looking in book Reddit. I'm like, what's going on in book Reddit? This book always comes up. People are like, I fucking love this book. I love it. I'll kill anyone who says otherwise. Right. I need to read this book. I'm mm. going to do it. I'm do you like do uh, The World is Dying and our science and stuff? Yeah, it's sort of a similar topic to what I recommended today too, so, you know. You couldn't handle a book like this, Claire. I can handle it's it. It's too intellectual for you. Oh, goodness gracious. Me. All right. Great book. New homework task. Read this book before next week. <laughs> Fine. I will. Don't I say that, Claire. Will. Don't say that. I will. <laughs> I'll. Yes, I will. All right. I'm very offended that you didn't enjoy my Ninja Turtle rap. I think it was a great offering. And I thank you for your offering of a poem. You didn't mean that. Bing, 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 bing. Bing, 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 bing. What's happening? That fly you thought you killed is back. Oh, no. It's circling. It's got a knife. Should we start? No, it's fine. It's the killer fly. we got to get on with it, Claire. What else are we, you know? You've just cracked open a drink. That's right. I've got a cool beverage. You've you've personified, is that the right word for it, a fly? I don't know what you're going to say. Oh, yeah, sorry. Hello, this is Suggestible, a podcast where we recommend you things to watch, read, and listen to. My name is Claire Tonti. James Clement is there also. We are married. I always sing Bing Bong at the start inexplicably. And then we get cracking with some recommendations. I think it's very inexplicable. We've, is it? You've gone mad. I've uh, gone now, mad. I have. I, rem- I remember last week. Uh, I love I love uh, holding your feet to the fire, Claire, oh, for a God, thing you know that I'm you haven't done. you know I'm not consistent done. ever. I know. So I like doing that. Uh, this is what I like doing. So... Uh, Last week you uh, you we ended some turtles on a real low when you were asked I to bring in something. I feel like maybe it was actually a real high. And you disrespected everybody <laughs> who listened to this show. You disrespected me. And worst of all, you disrespected uh, yourself. Okay, I disagree. Did you or did you not ask me to bring in something Ninja Turtles later? You said anything. Unbelievable. And I think that I actually was very in the vein no. and brand of Claire Totti by bringing in a rap and then Th- rapping. That's like going to somebody's birthday and forgetting and then they <laughs> and then you're like, oh, what do I have? And you open and you pull like and you go into your pockets and you pull out a receipt. How long have you known me? A million years. Like 17 years or something. Mm. You, you know I day, am yeah. a last-minute loosey-goosey woman, but inexplicably, as the word seems to be of this episode <laughs> – I tend to usually pull everything together at the last minute and it's awesome. That's funny you should say that because last week, and we have it on record, <laughs> so Collins, hopefully, who edits this, can put in a, um, yes, a yes, clip. Yes, yes, yes. We got a letter, a lovely email about uh, yes. from somebody who said you should, uh, about Project Hail Mary, a book that I've read. 
Oh, you I said <laughs> you forgot to remind me. I oh, I forgot to remind you. And you no, said I'm, I'm going to read that this week. And I said, No, you're not. And you said, No, I will. Anyway, Collings, here's the clip. Put it in here. You couldn't handle a book like this, Claire. I could handle it's it. Too intellectual for oh, you. Oh goodness gracious! Me. All right, great book. New homework fire. task: Read this book before next week. <laughs> Fine, I will. Don't I say that, Claire. Will. Don't say that. I will. <laughs> I'll. Yes, I will. And anyway, so now it's next week. Our time has moved forward. It is Lydia. And how was the book that you definitely read, Claire? Oh, no. I I actually. Let's see you ninja wrap your way out of this one. (laughs) My name is Claire and I love to share many things about gardening. There's no rap. No no raps. Oh, I haven't read the book. Oh, this is real cooked. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really sorry. Do you know what is so crazy about this is that not only did I not read the book? I did not remember anything about what you were going to say until the end of the statement where you reminded me. Oh, I know. And you knew. Yeah. And no, at no point during the week did you even remotely well, no, actually, suggest it. I was listening to last week's episode today because I, I, I thought at some point because you, you were going to recommend something that you didn't do, so I was going to remind you of Hey, you've and got a thing left over. I thought you were reminding me because I've got that. And I was going to be like, sweet, yeah. sweet, sweet. But as I was listening, I heard that part and I'm like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I said to myself like this. Oh. You're always laughing like anyway, that, just weirdly alone in a room. I'm going to give you an out, okay? You oh, can. What, by shaming me publicly on a podcast Yes, that's first. right. So Great. you can, uh, you could double down and say you're going to read it by next week. <laughs> yes. Or you could say, I will not read this book. God damn it, I'm going to read the buddy book. <laughs> okay. I'm going to do it. I have to do it. You're so busy. It's my pride. Just say no. No, I have to read it now. I say no to so much shit. I say no to literally <laughs> I know, everything. but that's because you're a miserable son of a bitch. Yeah, I and know. And I am a positive person. I am time hopeful. I always think I can do more than I can. Do you feel positive? I'm always like. Do you feel good now? Yes. No, I feel shackled. I feel shackled. You feel good making book. a declaration. I don't even reckon, remember what the bloody book is exactly. called. Exactly. Well, I'm going to leave what that is up it? to you. No. It's called. <laughs> Project Hail Mary. Oh, Lord, this is a Project Hail Mary. It certainly is. But there's a Hail Mary pass happening. I can tell I'm going to save it. You're not even going to like it. Project Hail Mary. Luckily for you, I read very quickly. Yeah, that, that's very lucky for me. I feel so fortunate. You should. In all of this. You uh, should. Anyways, let's, let's get oh. on with it. Bing, ba-ding, bong, bing, bong. It's suggestible time, everybody. Wow, finally. That's what I say. It's my favourite time of the week, Claire. I feel like it's your least favourite time and you're just humouring me for being here. No, Claire, the least favourite time <laughs> of this is when the show finishes for me. That's the least favourite time, you know? Yeah, because it's, yeah, I guess so. This is the only time of the week where I actually speak to you. It's true. Because <laughs> uh, I know, uh, obviously, you couldn't be speaking to me too much this week. Oh, by the way, this is just suggestible. Uh, I'm James. This is Claire. We, we, we're married and we suggest things and whatever. This you, is not a very good intro. No, it's a very good intro. Now, you obviously couldn't be speaking to me much this week because you were very busy reading the book Project Hail Mary. Oh, shit. Now, for those people who don't know, <laughs> two weeks ago. Claire, How is it already a week has passed? <laughs> a week is sh- I feel like time has sped up and the space-time continuum has gone weird and I feel like it's been a lot shorter than a week well, since the, we last recorded. There are certainly some similarities in what you're saying uh, to the book Project Matt Hail Mary. <laughs> oh, I mean, you would know that if you read it. Oh, okay. the smugness. So... You've been holding this. You've been looking at me 
making my breakfast, drinking my coffee, have, sitting at the kitchen bench. I have been watching you. I have. I've been like, look what she's doing. She's not reading Project Hail Mary. Oh, no. She, she doubled down. So two weeks ago, oh. and colleagues, you don't have to put this clip in because you put this clip in last week. Claire said that she would read Project Hail Mary. She said she would definitely do it. Last week, uh, she didn't, obviously. And so uh, we talked about it and I said, this is your chance to just say, I'm not going to read it and that's fine and walk away. But no, and here's the clip. This is you doubling down. So Great. you can, uh, you could double down and say you're going to read it by next week. <laughs> yes. Or you could say, I will not read this book. God damn it, I'm going to read the bloody book. <laughs> okay. I'm going to do it. As you can see, you insisted. Uh -oh. Thank you for putting that in, Collings. And now here's an opportunity for you. Is another out. Just say you're not going to read it. No, I'm definitely reading it. No, I am. I am leaning in. After this is finished, I am not going to go and watch the delightful documentary I was planning to watch on Netflix. I am going to download this miserable book onto my Kindle and I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it now because if I don't do it tonight, I won't do it. You can't read I it. I will forget. Night. I just like will completely forget. I'm going to write Hail Mary on my face, on the mirror, mm -hmm. and I. It didn't. It just flitted out of my mind like a bird. Claire, we don't need to have this conversation. <laughs> we had this like conversation. That. We had this conversation last week, so yeah. we don't. We don't need to have this conversation God, it's again. Like the poor listeners, they're living in Groundhog Day. Yeah, poor them. But because it's the spookiest <laughs> time of the year, and I'm not just talking about tax time, we've both brought in a spooky recommendation. Spooky. But before we get to that, can I go spooky every time? Yeah, you absolutely spooky. can. And on top of that, spooky. Uh, we just wanted to check back in and see how you're going with reading Project Okay, so I have to also say this to you. I remembered this week that I needed to read it. Okay. Did I open it? No. Did I download it on the Kindle? No. This is not a win. But did I think about it a lot and feel guilty that I wasn't reading it? You're damn right I did. This is absolutely not so a win. it is on the road. It is in the case. What kind Listeners, of? Listeners, stick with it. I know there's many other things you can be listening to on the internet with much more riveting story arcs. I will read this book. Um, you, it's not happening today. It's over. Listen, James, I'm going to give you one more week and it's James, over. It's finished. You don't get We're to decide when this it's out. over. If there's one thing you know, I, Let don't, me tell you. I do not abide long-running jokes. You know it, that. Is, you, are the, you love a long-running joke. You, you have long-running jokes that happened in the womb that you're like, <laughs> now what, how old are you? 39? I'm 42. And you're still holding on to that long-running joke. So I will read this goddamn How Mary book when I – Damn well, please. And no one, including the patriarchy, will tell me what to do and what I should read this book. Time is a construct, as I've discussed with you before. It is in my future to read this book. Is it this week? No. I just want to, okay, so. Are that, you, that is neither here nor Are you nor feeling fither. guilty? Hither nor fither. Are you feeling fiddle guilty? or piddle. Or is time a construct? I don't know, i by this conversation. Let's move on. Let's get on with no, that No, I just want to nail down your feelings on this because you threw a bunch of stuff out there, so you're feeling guilty about it, but you're also proud that you thought of it. Yeah, I am. And it's the patriarchy. I forget about and it. And time is a construct. So, you know, they, they're not, that's not all the same through line. You know yes, that, right? It's about people who not understand people like me will understand exactly what I'm saying. James. No. It's the structure. It's the vibe. It's Marbo. It's the patriarchy. Again. There's no time for anything. Just say you're not going to do it. I'm doing it. Just opt out. James, I will do it. Before I die, I will read this goddamn book. No. I'm I will. <laughs> I absolutely will. At one point I was like, could I just lie? <laughs> and I would have quizzed give you. A I would have absolutely on, quizzed you. You would not have gotten away with that. Give me the false book report. <laughs> I am going to read this book. Okay. You already gave me a book report on it anyway. Psych. 
What does that even mean? Psych? I don't know. Who knows? Does anyone know? Anyone know anything? I don't know. Probably not. All I'm saying is, James, cut a woman some goddamn slack and let's move on. It's so boring. No okay. one, no right. one is right. interested let's anymore. Yeah, I will read it though. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. I. I. We people love people who break lies. Break. Break lies. <laughs> break Make lies. lies. Break I'm truths. not lying. Our son does it all the time when I'm like, oh, mate, we can't go yet. He's like, you lied. <laughs> you lied to me. And I'm like, I just said we were leaving at 9 and it's now 9.05. Please put your shoes on. Everything will be fine. But you lied. You said it was 9. Also, he catches me all the time when I'm just on the bed looking at my phone. Yeah. I say I'm going to have a shower and then I go and, like, send emails from the bedroom and he comes in and he's like, what? <laughs> just a Goddamn second. Just, yeah. He's talking to someone who's never looked at a clock. Yeah. So anyway, what's the spooky recommendation that you made this week? He told me this week he, I was, he was really going to knock my socks off. <laughs> like like physically punch you so you'd fly out of your socks? <laughs> no, I think it was just a, like surprise me with the fact about Mario, which I was not excited Damn, yeah, he's by. loving Mario Odyssey at the moment. Great That game. is all he talks about. And you game. ad nauseum, you talk about film and that's it. It's true. God, I'm just stuck. Can in we just people. do this now then? Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. Halloween. Okay, my turn. My turn first. My Let's turn first. It. I'm so excited. All right. I want to talk about Practical Magic, the movie. You've talked about Practical Magic. No, I haven't. Yes, you have. Let me go, th- no. Let me go back through the episode. No. Okay, well, I'll It's definitely up. come up. Has it? Well, I'm talking about it again because right, I love it. it. I haven't done it for Halloween. I'm sure I haven't. Anyway, people love to revisit a cult classic movie that flopped at the box office Boy, starring Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman. That's very, very witchy and wonderful. Mm. So just in case people aren't familiar, it's based on the 1995 novel of the same name by Alice Hoffman and it's directed by Griffin Dunn and obviously stars Sandra and Nicole with Stockard Channing, Diane West, Aidan Quinn and Goran Viznik. Goran Viznik. That guy. Yes, and the storyline is so wonderful. Stockhard Channing? What the fuck name is that? Well, who knows? Don't make fun of people's names, <laughs> I will. Just because you've got the world's most boring name. Yeah. Honestly. Let me tell you the story of this wonderful movie. In the small, small Massachusetts, Massachusetts town, town, the, the Owens, Owens family, family have been. What are you doing? You're reading from my notes. No. Keep you're going. reading my notes. I'm just guessing what you're going to say. Keep going, please. You're so annoying. Keep going. Are you reading from my notes? How would I read from your notes? Because they're in my phone, in <laughs> Google, in the shared Google Drive. I don't have access to any of your notes. Please continue. You're so annoying. You're really annoying me now. Anyway, Gillian and Sally Owens are taken in by their aunts, Francis and Jet, after both their parents succumb to the Owens curse. Now, the Owens curse turned out to be a curse that was performed by their ancestor where eventually the line of women, whoever they fall in love with, the person dies. Sick. Basically. Yes, correct. Exactly. More like impractical magic, am I right? Very impractical. As children, Sally and Gillian are frequently ridiculed by the town's school children after witnessing their aunts cast a love spell for a woman obsessed with their beloved, Sally casts a spell on herself to ensure she will only fall in love with a man who possesses certain impossible traits with the goal that she will never fall in love Meanwhile, Gillian, Nicole Kidman's character, goes the opposite. She goes sexy time hard and sleeps with lots of men and is just like constantly flying around the world, like having sex with terrible people. It's got Evan Rachel Wood in it from um, various things, but Westworld. Well, there you go. Wait, so is Nicole Kidman murdering men in this? No, but they just happen to die and she's very kind of blasé about, well, because of the curse. So she's murdering men. 
She's a murderer. She's yeah, a prob- serial yeah, killer. Yeah, it's a Halloween. This is a praying mantis it's a woman. Halloween. Listen, I hate to be one of one of these guys who's like, what about men, Claire? I hate to be mm-hmm. one of these guys. Mm-hmm. But imagine if this story was two men, warlocks, weird-looking warlock dudes, <laughs> and they're bros, and they're from a family of warlocks of when they sleep with I know what you're saying. Them. It's so boring. It's such a boring story. <laughs> like, you're like, what if they would do – what do you mean about every fucking slasher movie forever that just murders women yeah, all of the time? Yeah, but what if, though, as I'm saying? That's my point. No, every – Bloody horror movie from here till Timbuktu has been it. made with like, like torturing women. I'm flipping it, Claire. It's not even an interesting. A lot of people concept. don't think. They don't think, Claire. But I like to think. You know, I'm outside the box. Everyone knows you're not outside the box. Everybody Everyone knows, knows you are it. thoroughly inside the box. You are the most white bread person. You love the most mainstream things. You just pitched the movie Practical Magic, and you're calling <laughs> me white bread. Look, you just happen to love the most popular franchises globally. And Claire, use that as you a didn't job. even know half the weird shit that I watch that I never talk about. Yeah, I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't know what kind of weird rabbit man. Just because, you just because I in. have to watch four Dwayne the Rock Johnson movies a year, and it makes me angry. <laughs> it makes me so angry. And I please let's not go down the rock rabbit hole. <laughs> I already I just have. Sit and listen to you. Feel all your feelings while you're making a thumbnail about the rock for like an hour. And I realized in that moment that I've married you and I've made an error. No. <laughs> no, I didn't. I actually find it really joyful when you find that kind of when your brain opens up because it doesn't always happen and suddenly you open up your mind palace and you're like, look at all the weird shit that's in here. And then you kind of see my face and you're like, oh, I better quickly yeah, I'm gonna reel that back in. pack all of that back in. No, keep putting it out. No, I will I not. like all people of that. Get enough, people get a full blast of me like on the internet that's like it's, I think it's my weirdest stuff. Where in real life I'm like, hello, I'm normal. <laughs> no, it's everyone a- knows you're not normal. People like the service. Surface people would be like, he's probably normal. No. <laughs> no. 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 Who's telling who's talking shit about me? No, I can tell. No. Because like you 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 barely ever see anyone. That's not true. You're I there see for like 10 minutes and you ghost. I see a lot of people. I'm yeah. Always looking at people. I'm always watching. Yeah, you know through the mean? window. Like a normal man. Right, with sunglasses on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, completely. Anyway. No, no, hey. but normal's like overrated. Yeah. I guess. Normal so. doesn't really nah, exist. Nah, people don't know. I'm, I'm normal. Listen, Claire. <laughs> Uh, I watched a movie. It's the spookiest time All right. of the year. You're going to be so smug. You're so friend. Look, I'm an artist, James. I've been working on my album. I yes, don't have time. Yes, yes, yes. I don't have time to be watching obscure uh, spooky time things. And I have, to, I have to watch a bunch of this and for the Weekly Planet. That's how committed I am to the spookiest time of the year, not tax time. Uh, no, of course, um, now we're, we're into the segment of the show where you tell us about Project Hail Mary, a book that you've been reading for the past right. several weeks. Update. Update, everyone. You purchased it. I purchased it. I know, because I got the receipts. I got the email. (laughs) It's there. So as I said, it's a journey. It's a process. It's a vibe. It's Marbo. (laughs) It's coming. You're comparing. It's coming. I'm I'm making slow progress. You're reading Project Hail Mary to Indigenous rights in Australia with the word Marbo. No, I was referencing the wonderful Australian movie, The Castle. That's in poor taste. I didn't mean that. I was referencing The Castle. You know, where he's like, it's the vibe. I'm cancelling you, Claire. Oh, Lord. That's right. Good. Then I could go back to bed. I'm very tired today. You shouldn't have drunk so much. I didn't drink anything. It was just I got very excited and I had two different parties to go to. And when I get really excited, I get an excited hangover because I was so enthusiastic and so excited about the costume. And then and then I got to bed and I didn't really sleep. I've never um, I had get an so excited, excited by hangover. Things. I don't get excited. So I've just got – That's same. bloody just, true. Just like, yeah, I'm just like this. <laughs> So this all the time. And I'm tired. So it's this and then I'm more, I'm more tired. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So your baseline is me on a very bad day. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, cool. Exactly. Well, anyway, I don't know if anyone else relates to this, but sometimes I get so excited that the next day I get sore muscles. <laughs> <laughs> 
from how excited I, I was about my I get that from doing chin-ups, Claire, and doing oh, squats and deadlifts. I don't even need to do that. I just use my enthusiasm. Oh. Gyms are overrated. Gyms are overrated. <laughs> I think all the best bodybuilders don't even lift weights. They're just incredibly enthusiastic. And yes. they're just buzzing like a it's hummingbird. It's like Arnie. Arnie's very enthusiastic about it's life. true. He, about eggs apparently. Loves eggs. Loves eggs. Loves protein. He did say milk was for babies. He did say that once. Milk is for babies. That's what he I said. I love how he says babies. Babies. He doesn't say it like that. Babies. That's, That's how he you. Says it. No, he doesn't. That's how you imagine he said how it. How does he say babies then? I don't know. Babies. I don't babies. know. He would have to say it. Babies. So I'm going to Google him saying babies. Okay, fine. During Google the show, him saying I'll babies. Have a look for it. All right. While you're doing that, can I talk about my next thing? I would love my to. My first thing. Okay. Now I know we wanted to find out whether Arnold could. How Arnold says babies. Yes. And I have found that. Here's a clip. All right. Okay. Wait. Before you play it, I'm going to say how I think it sounds. Okay. Okay. Babies. All right. Yeah. Okay. He's holding baby. (laughs) (laughs) That's not him saying babies. He's saying mama. And it's like a weird dream where he's looking at his own face. It's the movie Junior Claire. But surely... Surely he would say baby in that movie. No, uh, that's just a clip I found. I do actually have it, but I've used uh, a fake you, what's so called fake you, where it uh, synthesizes speech. Oh, that's and very I've clever. The word babies. How did you do that while I was talking about Kathy Davy? Oh, I'm just really good at doing useless things. <laughs> babies. 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 That's very close. Babies. No, it's not close. That to is all. very You're close. Babies. Babies. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's he saying it. Babies. That's very close. Also, that is, to be fair, that is synthesized speech. Exactly. He would definitely have a little bit more air in it. He wouldn't. I'll be back. See? I'll be back. Babies. It's the same. No, it's not. Oh, excellent. I'm really glad. I am. I'm satisfied. We can finish now. If I smoked, I'd have a cigarette. That was great. Great. Okay, go on with your own, your recommendation. What sad thing are you telling us about this week? Bing bong, bing, bing. I don't know what happened at the end there. Very interesting. I know. I'm experimenting with my bing bongs. Hello. Are you going to talk at the same time as me or the whole time? It's not very professional. Not the whole time. It's bound to happen though. It is a podcast. That's what what they do. But Collings will edit it out. He will separate our voice (laughs) using the appropriate audio equipment. suffering Collings. I edit out. No one likes a podcast at Waffles. My name is Claire Twenty. James Clemens is also... We are married. This is a Jessica podcast where we recommend you things to watch, read, and listen to. And I'm excited to be here on this day of days, an auspicious day. Well, I can imagine you would be excited because you've probably read Project Hail Mary by this look, point in time. Look, everyone. Look, I've been <sighs> tweeted many a time. And I appreciate all Just of you. Just quit, Claire. Everyone, I have read four pages. That's nothing. <laughs> You're not even going to remember that. You're going to have to reread them. It's sort of, yeah, look, I've started. I've broken the back. I've broken the back. No, you have not. <laughs> you don't know what broken the back means. James, 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 James. This is Just a, audio it's book a it. journey. Or don't. It's a journey. It's a journey. It's a whole process. And everyone is you here think? for me. What do you think? At the start, oh, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like Just it at all. Quit it's then. so boring to me. Also, like, I, I get it. He's like being, I don't know, tra- I don't know, absconded by aliens. I don't know something. Yeah, it sounds like you really get it. Yeah, that's his exactly. Penis what... had like a, all these tubes in him when he woke <laughs> up, and then his the tube came out of his penis, and he was like, "Oh, that's painful." I'm like, "You've never had childbirth or anything, weird guy who can't remember things about your own life." I don't know. 
it look, I'm I'm withholding my judgment. I'm in music Are land. You? I don't have a lot of I don't have a lot of things for other things other than music land. Well, that's really exciting, Claire. I know, you, it's have, not very have helpful actually, for a podcast. Have you actually read anything I'm this week, I'm getting the though? wheelie thing, the fiddly wheelie I love the wheel. One. Give me the wheel. No, too bad, too sad. Nah, give me another one then. Okay. Give me that weird Which little. Which one are you going to have? I'll take the weird We have a box chain. of fiddle things. They know. All right. They know. I bought them. I told you the story of these, right? I bought they them know. for my everybody, kids everybody, in my class. Yeah, no, I know. So instead we use them. What does I know, that say about I know, us? I know that. <laughs> They're really enjoyable, though. They certainly are. Now, let's get in on with it. All right. Get on with the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you got? Just quit. I will never quit. I will always read a really bad book. It's not actually bad. And everyone's going to tweet me now and be like, it's excellent. I'm offending a lot of people. And I'm sure it's really great. He had a tube in his penis. I don't know. Your turn to review a thing. Do you think you'd uh, you'd read it if it was called He Had a Tube in Your Penis? <laughs> no, <laughs> I wouldn't. Bing bong, bing bong, bing bong, bing bong, bing bong, bing bong, bong. I bet you think you're pretty cool. <laughs> Always, James. Oh. Always. Hello. It's suggestible time again. My name is... As he so my man is having drink. a brewski. <laughs> He's opening it's my his... bloody fifth for the day. Am I right? <laughs> He's having a sugar-free cola. Nothing. Oh no, sugar-free no, orange a, I'm one. Having a brewski. Who knows? You're interrupting my intro of the show, I James. Apologise. Sorry if my drinking a brewski is getting in the yeah. way of that. Just regular normal man <laughs> stuff that I'm doing over here. <laughs> He's not. You're getting odder as you get older. Disagree. I don't know if you know this about you. It's getting worse. Yeah, I should hang out with more people. <laughs> you really should. Anyway, my name is Claire. Tonti James Clement is here. Also, we are married. We recommend you things to watch and listen to. And, uh, yeah, it's just, well, that's the show. James goes, I go. We argue a bit. Sometimes he drinks a drink. Sometimes he does a burp. Depends how many brewskis I've had. Claire, <laughs> would you like to go first? Before you go first, have you read Project Hail Mary, the book that you said you okay, read? Okay, so absolutely not. <laughs> All right, Listen. Enough of I this. I can't. Enough of this. <laughs> I know. Back out. So many. No, I can't back then out. Then pick a date because this is just going to go on forever. Okay. I and can't. I hate that. I hate I, a recurring date. I know you do. Pick a you date. You love a recurring Pick a I date. Can't. As you know, time is a construct. You can pick a, a year construct. from now. I find time, time really is not hard. a construct. Time is contract. I will find a day where I'll just read it. That's just the, that's the way I am. No. You the pick day a date. will come, pick the a universe, date. the stars pick a date. will align, and pick I will just read it. Pick a date. I'm not picking pick a date. A date. You can't force pick me to anything. Pick this one. Starting, starting pick any out. date. It's really annoying. Pick any date. It could be 10 years from now. Pick a date. Fine. I will read it by the 20th of February, 2025. Everybody mark that down. <laughs> All right? That's in like... Three years. Doesn't two matter. Years, two years. It's good to have a hard date. That means it's <laughs> over. It like, makes me feel cornered and stressed with a hard date. All right. It's done. It's up. Collings, it mark that in your, your calendar you probably have. <laughs> yeah, his robotic mind. That's right. He'll he's lodged it in there he somewhere. Yeah. He knows exactly. He'll probably email me on the exact date. But I'll have read it before then. No, you won't. All right. I'll I'm not going to bring you. it up again. I've been appreciating the people who have been reminding me on Twitter to do it. I'm Thank not you bring very it up much again. to you. I'm not going to bring it up again. You'll hear from me in 2025. <laughs> Please continue with your oh, first recommendation. Well, I have to read a book for work. I'm interviewing Holly Ringland and it's a big interview, so I have to read her book. You're interviewing Long. Molly Ringworm. I'm not talking. You don't understand. She's a brilliant author. It's happening on Friday. I have to read her book by then. It's okay. very stressful. Anyway. Molly Ringworm sounds like an animated <laughs> character from an 80s like – Sex education class. Hi, I'm Molly Ringworm. 
In this scenario, are you imagining her? It's not her name. Are you imagining Molly Ringworm to be a ringworm? Well, a ringworm isn't actually a worm. What is it? It's like a. It's like athlete's foot. It's like a. It's like a fungus. It's like a. It's like a. Like a. Like a circular. Like um. Like a welt. No, it's like a. Not even. Like a small eczema. Mm. Yeah, that's fun. That's Good to know. I'm having a sugar-free ginger beer. Nobody cares, Claire. Crack a brewski with me. <laughs> I have already. Let's cheers. We've never, a, no. never done that on suggestion right. before. No, you have to look at each other in the eye. It's bad sex with seven years or something. Is it? I well, that's say- what happened then, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right, everyone? I always hate that tradition. Okay, here's one of the many reasons why I'm considering whether or not I have ADHD. And one of them is eye contact. I find eye contact excruciating. I don't know how long to look for, look into someone's <laughs> eyes for. I don't know if I should. I don't know. if and, and then if I do, I really lock in and then I can't look away and I'm really asking lots of questions. Otherwise, I just avoid it altogether. I find it really incredibly difficult. And one of the things I find difficult is there's that tradition where if you don't cheers and you have your curse with seven years bad sex. So Not some people, thing, when yeah, they do cheers, stare at you because they think it's like a superstition thing and they really look you in the eye. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, yeah. and But other people don't do it. And I don't understand when to do it or not to do it. Just don't look at anybody in the eyes, I reckon. Social, we shouldn't have to. niceties are really confusing. Also, how, when do you hug someone? You don't. Versus when you high five them, when you shake their hand, when you just do a weird shoulder raise, I have no idea. And at what point in someone's friendship do you move from hugging them or like just like waving at them to hugging them? Um, some people like kiss on their cheek and then they hug. How do you know? And then do you hug them every time you see them? Exactly. How do you know? And then is it weird if you don't hug them? I don't know. And then COVID we- happened and then we were elbowing and for the love of God, I don't know what to do anymore. Yeah. Look, I don't know, man. I don't hug anybody unless someone goes to hug me. Yeah, I know, but I like hugging people. Mm. I'm a real hugger. Yeah, that's fine. You can hug me if you want, once a week. (laughs) I hug you a lot, but you always, I get a time allocation. (laughs) I'm like, I have to ask permission, which is also important. Ask with consent. You say yes. I hug you for the allocated time and then you're like. not true. All right, good. You're done. This is not true. <laughs> I can sense you. You're like, how long is this having to go No, for? that's you. That's you're on you. You're ticking it down in your head. Absolutely not. Do you know what, what makes me giggle a lot? The fact that our daughter is a little like me yeah. and likes to hug and she will often ask to give our son a kiss and a hug and he will always say no. <laughs> <laughs> and because I'm teaching them about boundaries, I'm like, that's fine. Yeah. He does. And then she always tries to anyway and I say, no, mm. you cannot. That's good. He said no. Yeah. I cannot imagine a scenario where someone would ask to hug me and I would say no. I really? Uh, yes. I could think of so many <laughs> examples of times I would not hug a person. <laughs> I know, but yeah, you're right, actually. There are quite a few. Is <laughs> when you hug a person, right? Yeah. This is the rule, I okay. think, generally. Okay. I don't know. When you see him in, seeing him day to day, maybe you're doing a school pickup, maybe you catch up, maybe uh, you run into a friend in the street, whatever, who you see often. You don't have to hug them. But if you make... If you're going to see someone you don't often see, you're not seeing them every day, give them a hug if they're a close friend. If you invite people around who maybe you do see every day to like an event or whatever, everyone's dressed up having a good time, maybe give them a hug maybe. All right. Actually, that's that's good. Yeah. That's good advice. But there are some people in my life, I would say someone like a Nick Mason, never hug me. There's not a hugger. He hates handshaking too. Yeah. I never literally. He hates handshaking oh, me. Whenever he? I do it, he's like, stop doing that. <laughs> He hates it. He's like, oh, I don't like this. I have never handshook or hugged Nick Mason. Never. 
Really? Because I respect his boundaries. <laughs> I know. I know what he's like. Yeah. He just doesn't like that, and that's cool. Fair enough. So I wave at him. Maybe he's lonely. Maybe you should ask him. Maybe I should. Maybe he wants a hug. <laughs> Maybe he thinks the same <laughs> well, thing Well, there you go. You. Maybe I should check in with Nick Meso yeah. and see what he reckons. I agree. He often sees me in my pajamas because, yeah. you know, he comes at all times of night. He certainly does. Anyway. Okay. Shall we move along? Yes. Bing bong, bing bong. Bing bong, bing bong. Boo clan. <laughs> no, Boo. it's Christmas We spent time. half an hour trying to set up this audio <laughs> recording You're so you can hand me <laughs> a song to sing with you. Okay. And it is absolutely not worth it's it. It's also very early in the and morning. And I hate this. And I've been at a lot of Christmas events and you're so mad at me already. And I, I'm so sorry. And you're now, not sorry. I've also, okay, listen, you may remember last year, I surprised James with a lovely Christmas duet and I think it went pretty well, right? I would argue that it didn't go very well. <laughs> I would put that forth to you. It is now 9.20 in the morning. <laughs> Which is your worst time of the day. It's the earliest time I've ever recorded And anything. I also now feel really terrified about giving you this because it's also your least favourite Christmas song. That's a big call because no, I show me the song. I'm t- please don't hate me. I love you. I love you very much. It's, what is this one? It's... Oh, this is awful. <laughs> this is the worst one. This is the worst one. I know you hate this Which one. parts am I doing? You're doing the yellow That's highlighter. That's the most part. <laughs> no, then the green we sing together. I hate this. I know. But also Christmas joy and such. Welcome to Christmas Suggestible, joy. everybody, where we recommend you things and once a year we subject you to a Christmas duet. Get in the Christmas spirit. Stop I will not get in the Christmas spirit. <laughs> I do have to say, though, we're literally doing this with, like, one headphone in each year. This is the way this year has gone. And next year I promise to be better. I promise to be better prepared, better on time. This can't be better. Like, this is this is what it is. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's, 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 let's start. Why isn't it playing? Oh, thank God. So here we go. Can How long is this? It's a little while. How long is Three it? Three minutes. It's fine, it's fine, relax. Okay, ready? I'll do my part, then you uh, can do yours. Santa baby, just slip a sable under the tree for me. Been an awful good girl, Santa baby, so hurry down the chimney tonight. I have to say my morning voice is really like hitting this. I don't like any of this. Um, something about a convertible. I can't read this though. I need my glasses. White <laughs> you don't even wear glasses. I'm sorry. I'll wait. White for blue. You. I'll wait. Santa. You have to call me dear. Yeah, Santa. <laughs> Where is Santa? It's the Hello. chimney Get tonight. Come and have a good time. <laughs> no, it's going well. Think of all the fun I've missed. <laughs> Think of all the fellas that I haven't kissed. It's like <laughs> close to eight billion Next people. Year, I could be just as good if you'll check off my Christmas list. <laughs> this next line is Santa Baby, I want a yacht. Yeah. And and really that's not a lot. I mean it's a lot fair amount. Yeah, I know, it's I really guess it's expensive. ironic. Been singing angels all year, Santa baby, so hurry down. But I just got a question about that says, think of all the fellas that I haven't kissed. 
Like, what? what is that even, like, again, that's nearly 8 billion people. Yeah, well, I'm thinking of all of them. Hang on. Santa cutie, <laughs> fill my stocking with a duplex. What's a duplex? It's like and a checks. condo, like a series oh. of apartment buildings. Sign your ex on the line, Santa cutie, and hurry down the chimney tonight. Ba 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 ba. Look, this one's good. You should be Santa your favorite person. Why am I saying Santa, honey? Because it's your paragraph. Oh, it's one, your one line. One little thing I really do need. I'm doing this spoken word <laughs> like William Shatner in the song Common People. The D to a platinum mine. Santa baby. To hurry down the chimney. Right. Well done. I like that bit. Common trim. My Christmas tree with some decorations for that Tiffany. We don't have Tiffany's in Australia. Yes, we do. No, we don't. I really do. Believe in you. You've never bought me anything from Tiffany's, actually. Let's see if you believe in me, James Clements. Santa baby. Oh, that's your one. Yeah, this is me. Mention one little thing. Some bleed. Yes, please. Is this like an updated one? I don't mean on the phone. Santa baby. So hurry down the Hurry down the tonight. Are you leaving me all alone to finish? Yes. Hurry down the chimney tonight. No, we were supposed to sing like a nice duet, like a pig at the end. This is never to going to give the people to... what they it's, want. It's not going to happen the way that you think it's going to happen. I know, but I gave you an easy song so that you would be able this to do it easy. with me. I don't, I've never sung this and song. I, I don't sing. I did sing. it in your key so that you'd be able what to What do you mean like... my key? I don't have a key. You do, low and grumpy. <laughs> but I did a really easy song so you could join in with me. This is not easy for me, Claire. Because last year you just yelled at me most of the time. This is not easy for me. Well, this actually... is an absolute nightmare, a living nightmare. God, your life's pretty easy. I don't want to have like recurring nightmares about this. It's like one of those dreams where you think you're still at school and you're like, oh, fuck. But you know you what? You said to me, I could have one song a year. Yeah, you as can as do it. I didn't surprise you, can you do any a song. more songs. No, I don't have to participate. Next year, we're doing it again next year. That's it. You said I could. I'm not going to stop you, but it. I'm not going to, I'm not, one I will not entertain it any more than I have to. Marriage is a very long time. I'm thinking of all the fellas that I haven't kissed. Is it? Not for everybody. And I would like you. Some people opt out. Some people opt out. I don't get that line. Like, it's not like, I'm not like, this is offensive. Like, I just don't get it. (laughs) What do you mean, think of all the fellas that I haven't kissed? Like, what is that? I think she's saying I've been very good. Oh, like I could have kissed yes, a bunch of fellas. Yes, I could have kissed a I bunch haven't. of fellas, Santa. But well, instead, look, I'm just hanging out with you and your wife. It, okay, curly if beard. that's true, <laughs> if someone was like, think of all the people that I haven't kissed, I'd be like, name the people that you haven't kissed. Name the people that you could have kissed that you haven't. I would want to know specifically because well, if it's just a like if it's just like a series of yeah, I don't think it's really Santa though, is it? Like she's singing it to like. I don't know, but like she's singing to Santa, but it's not really Santa, it is, is it? Santa. The, well, I don't know. Maybe it's like George dressed up as Santa and her yeah, office yeah, Christmas party. Yeah, it's like party. one of those weird <laughs> sex things and dress. whatever. Yeah. But also, is Santa a sex thing for some people? Sometimes he's a sex thing. I've got, <laughs> I've got a thing this week where he's maybe a sex thing, Claire. Oh no, you really do like to just sit on my Christmas joy, don't it's you? It's true. Uh, yeah, it. I just and some people like to sit on Santa apparently. Yeah. But like, okay, so say if you can, say if it was you, for example, and you're like, 
think of all the men that I haven't kissed this year. I'd be like, name them. And then if you <laughs> named them and I'm like, they're all duds. Like, that would be bad for you. But if they're like, if I was like, well, wow, those are actually really sexy. I appreciate that. You could have kissed some sexy men and you didn't. So thank you. Is there anyone particularly on the list that you would have been like, thank you, I really know how much you love me now because you did kiss him. What about Channing Tatum? If I was in a room with Channing Tatum. I would be okay if you kissed Channing Tatum, I think. Would you? Yeah, probably. If I had the opportunity. Yeah, I reckon. Good. Excellent. I'll put that in my (laughs) list of things that will potentially one day never happen. But you never know, James. I don't know. Maybe maybe if it actually did happen, I'll be like, wait a minute, I don't like this at all. And then I will refer you back to this Christmas episode of 2022. You're when right. we sung a duet of Santa Baby and you said that I could kiss Jenny Tatum if I was ever in a room with you. It'll him. be in our divorce proceedings. Your Honor, I, I present to you this evidence. <laughs> An episode of Suggestible where he clearly said that she could kiss Channing Tatum. And the judge is just like, hold on, hold on. I see, but also, did you just sing a Christmas duet <laughs> with a man who really didn't want to? Yes, I did. And and also, he might like just pipe yeah. in with some feelings about the men haven't kissed line. And I- it's fair enough. I will award him full custody, the judge will say. <laughs> of what? Of our two dogs. Yeah, just the two. Yeah, and our kids. No, but our kids will be older by this point. I'm imagining we're in our 60s oh, now. Oh, wow. No, I'm thinking like soon. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, because in my head I was like, There's, I'm not going to be in a room with Channing Tatum. You're not going to be kissing Channing future. Tatum at 60. But then again, he will also be 60 plus. This is what I'm saying. Maybe that's he'll why be in my head burnout. I was like, I will have more no, opportunity that's sad. when older. That's sad though. He's I feel like you'll age like a fine wine. Maybe, but I just feel bad for you, honestly. I just don't, yeah. When I'm in my 60s. Are you serious? To kiss old Channing Tatum. I am going to be in my prime. No, not for you. I'm saying kissing old Channing Tatum. Would you kiss, would you like. Prefer to kiss the new old Channing Tatum? Like, if you kiss, like, (laughs) Jeff Bridges. Who's that? Uh, okay, Harrison Ford. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. You would kiss Harrison Ford. Oh, yeah. He's He's 80. You know I like a grumpy man. (laughs) (laughs) But if you were like, I kissed Harrison Ford, I'd be like, what? Why? What do you mean? In what context? What's happening? In the context where you said that I could kiss Channing Tatum and I felt like Harrison Ford, I'm in the room with him. He's he's at the same echelon of celebrity. He's 80, Claire. That's quite old. Yeah, you don't understand what 80 is until you're up close and it's in your face. There is a funny episode of Sex in the City where Samantha thinks she can have sex with an 80-year-old dude and then it's the balls that get her. The balls get her, yeah. I think the <laughs> balls would get you too. Why are we? This is not a, this is a terrible start for a Christmas it's episode. It's fine. Let's do our Christmas recommendations our Christmas joy? before Christmas is come and gone. All right. Okay, James, I'm making you do the worst thing ever. I'm really sorry. Thank you for making me, letting me redo this. This is the opposite <laughs> of a Christmas gift by many, many magnitudes. Because I made the last one and it was too low. And Suko, you only have to sing Santa Baby one more time in your whole life. I doubt that. Will you that. actually sing it with me now? I will actually, I'll do it the same way I always do it. <laughs> Angrily. All right, let's do it. Let's like just, let's start it. It's going to be good. Is it? Yes. All right. It's going to be fine. I don't believe you. <laughs> All right, let's just get let's just get get through it, okay? Santa baby, just slip a sable under the tree. What's a sable? For me. Yeah, good question. I don't know. Been an awful good girl, Santa baby. So hurry down the 
the chimney tonight. Awful good girl. That doesn't really make sense, does it? It's like two opposing yeah. things. So okay, so this is Santa Baby a fifty four convertible too. Yeah, fifty four convertibles, Claire. What are you, Jay Leno? That's too many. Light blue. Uh, I'll. I don't know where I'm up to. You wait up for me, dear. I'll wait for you, Santa Baby. So hurry down this chimney. It's supposed to be the chimney. No, tonight. However, I say it is. Think of all the fun I've missed. Think of all the fellas that I haven't kissed. You're just shaking that your head. weird line again. I don't Next like it. year I could be just as good if you check off my Christmas list. Santa baby, I want a yacht. And that's not a lot. It's a lot. It's really expensive. Really not that. I think, <laughs> isn't that being ironic? It's like, oh, it's not yeah. that much. <laughs> You've been singing angels Very all year, coy. apparently. I've been singing angels all year. Santa baby, so hurry down the chimney. Why do you have such a problem with fellas that I haven't kissed? I feel like that's Well, rude. I don't have a problem Santa with them, I guess. Santa cutie, fill my stocking with a duplex. You are very cute. And checks, not Wait, Santa you. Oh. Sign your ex on the line, Santa cutie, and hurry down the chimney tonight. Hang on. I don't understand ba-da-da, why ba-da-da, he's ba-da-da, signing an ex. Does that mean Santa can't sign on his own name? I guess. Santa, honey, one little thing I... Come on, Dave. Where's your commitment? No, I'm not commit... I bet... <laughs> I'm sitting down. That is my commitment. <laughs> To the deed to a platinum mine, Santa Baby, hurry chimney, yeah, yeah. They're just tonight. Just two awful hurry down people. The chimney if tonight. it even is two people in this song, or is it the same person? I'm not song? sure. I don't know. Come and trim my Christmas tree. Ooh. That's a really weird. <laughs> With some decorations bought at Tiffany's, and as I said, you've never bought me anything from Tiffany's. I really do. I don't know whether that's true. In you. Let you believe in me. I bought you something from Bevel's Jewelers. <laughs> Santa baby of oh my dreams. Forget got... to mention one little thing. Yes. Some bling. Isn't yes. Tiffany's the bling? Yeah, no. I don't mean on the phone. No, she's asking you. Some to... bling. I don't mean on the phone. Yeah. Hurry down the chimney to Hurry down the chimney. How does this feel longer than the first time we did it? Tonight. Because I made you redo it again. Add more words to this. No, it's the same length. Thank you very much. It was a better key. Last one was too low and grumpy. This one was better. Oh, because you wanted to do it in my key. Yeah, Yeah. but this time I did it in my key. I like to think that that was equally good for me. On both times. I think I did both as equally well. I feel like you were funnier last time. What the fuck? Well, I hope you enjoyed the best of Suggestible, the bestables. Uh, I know you did, Claire, didn't you? I wasn't listening. What? I was drinking. <laughs> oh, no. You can't, you can't be drinking. It's the middle of the day. What are you doing? What are you doing? But we, we'll be back for Suggestible soon, won't we, Claire? Yeah. Yeah, so that's really exciting. Stick around to see if we'll get divorced. Stick around to see if that's going to happen. Uh, re- Stick around for more poems and shapes we recommend <laughs> to each other. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what we do over here. <laughs> you know what we could recommend, though? What's that? Well, you've got a live show coming up, don't you? An album launch. Yeah. Which is happening. Covers only, just Oasis covers. That's not true. You should know that because you're in it. 
Uh, I'm just bringing Not up good albums either. The later ones. <laughs> I'm just bringing up uh, your website where this is happening. Um, it's happen- I'm going to do standing on the shoulder of giants <laughs> from back to front. <laughs> There's been a venue and date change, uh, but it's going to be happening on Saturday, February 11th uh, at 1pm at the Brunswick Ballroom. If I'm awake by then, am I right? Yeah. James Hubby. Nice. Nice. (laughs) So if people want to come down to Claire's show, that would be great. Where she's That's right. Launching a new album, Matrescence, where it's going to be all original songs and it's going to be amazing. I've heard heard your album and I think it's pretty good. Pretty good, right? Yep. It's pretty good. It's about shapes and... (laughs) Planes or something, isn't it? Yeah, shapes and planes. <laughs> yeah, what cool. it's called. <laughs> All right, thanks everybody. We'll see you soon because it's the new year. It was me the whole time. It was my son. What? Yeah, that's right. I didn't even know. <laughs> I high fived and everything. I didn't even notice. Ha ha. Acast powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hey guys, welcome to Giggly Squad, a place where we make fun of everything, but most importantly, ourselves. I'm Paige DeSorbo. I'm Hannah Burner. Welcome to the squad. Giggly Squad started on Summer House when we were giggling during an inappropriate time. But of course, we can't be managed. So we decided to start this podcast to continue giggling. We will make fun of pop culture news. We're watching. Fashion trends. Pep talks where we give advice. Mental health moments. And games and guests. Listen to Giggly Squad on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.